Last week, we were working towards winning over the numerid, uh, the numer uh, numerous myriad, <sighs> kind of mash those together, the guilds of the city of Katapesh, to stand against the Scarlet Triad, to join us in, you know, removing them again from the list of groups that exist, and most importantly, to vote down the protection of the city's mysterious Pact Masters. As long as Katapesh, and by extent, well, the Pact Masters, and by extension, Katapesh, support the Scarlet Triad, trying to make any move against them within the city would be raising arms against the city itself. We would not just be fighting the Scarlet Triad, we'd be fighting the Zephyr Guards, we'd be fighting the populace, we'd be fighting the Katapeshi army. Oh no. We would be fighting... More people to kill. A bunch. <laughs> some of us are chaotic evil. Yeah, some of us, you know, okay. have morals. Like, really just me. Eclipse burst! <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, the, an, an army. That? Oh, God. Mm. I see something dangerous. Visions of danger. That looks like a huge size category marshal with a glaive. Using whirlwind attack. Oh no, where'd the army go? Why do I? Oh, the bazaar is dead now. Why do I hang out with any of you? <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I don't because know either. We were so good. We started with we were like so doe-eyed and this diligent researcher, I don't know what you're talking the barbarian, about. and a literal champion of Iomadai. We and still have a champion of Iomadai. Cleric of <laughs> Seren Ray, who was all peace and prosperity, and now we have this crap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, fairness. I kept reading the book and found more interesting things as well. What happened but <laughs> i mean we also had a barbecue with some goblins and kobolds at the end book of two <laughs> book two happened book that's what happened, happened. To us. <laughs> book two will destroy any wide-eyed idealistic hero party <laughs> the cinder clause will see to that yeah mm -hmm. yeah but as we left off you had brokered a deal roshin with the leader of the farmers guild she was not exactly happy with the Scarlet Triad, their borderline, if not literal, extortion, and their lack of protection that they've been giving the Farmer's Guild for their coin, and a problem with what turned out to be not just one, but two very large, very spicy beetles mm, mm, mm. in the middle very of the desert. Spicy. Yeah. And with... Yeah, I'm going to give you 60% maybe of a caravan. Oh, yeah. Still uh, still salvageable. You know what? Zero. That's 100% more than would have made it through. And no casual, no direct no casualties. Direct casualties. Save for some of the draft animals. And, and a load of and, baked bananas. And all those and bananas. Widespread of baked bananas. A pungent aroma filling the air around the desert of a mixture of delicious baked banana and sulfurous burnt beard hair oh look the futures of the of the farmers guild still they're on the rise there's no more monsters the group you have soundly defeated the, Zata the pair of zatani spawn that you found out the Somehow. desert and you have fulfilled that which the farmers guild has asked of you uh that which miss khalid had made the uh the contingent of the deal as we come back in here having decided that you know Maybe we should just rest the night at this point in the wake of the things that had happened and the amount of work it's going to be necessary to salvage this caravan and get it underway again. The master of the caravan has, in fact, 
I was going to say circled the wagons, but when you have one and one half wagons, <laughs> I don't know how much of a circle you're really making. That's right. what Wall of Stone is for. Yeah, we have Wall of Stone yeah. specifically to make it easy for them to park the wagons. That is fair. You you could just make a prison complex out of Wall of Stone <laughs> in the middle of the desert. I like it. Um, You did come prepared if necessary, but it seems a danger for now has passed. Of course, they are not dumb enough to leave without, uh, to just sleep without any kind of a watch or anything. There will be people who can raise the alarm should anything else occur. There are more dangers of the desert than just mildly deific beings of, beings of purified destruction and fire. There are also, you know, like bandits and stuff. I'll take care which, of most of the watch because I only have to sleep for two hours. Which are probably also a similar level of problem yeah. too. There's the, so the tiny's offspring. Furious I mean, uh, elementals that eat people. There's you yep. know desert wendigos. There's... You know you've not had a great time in the deserts of Katapesh. Really. I just uh, it's better than Kablar. Really, that's that's basically. No, it hasn't really gone downhill. I just want to say that thus far, whenever Raz or I or Trashik have tried to sway a guild, we've done it with the talking and the being nice and the, <laughs> you know, the, the, the chatting them up. And whenever these two try to have a sway a guild, we almost die. What no, are you no, talking no, about? No, no, no. I mean, he almost dies. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I imagine some time will be spent uh, patching up Marshall's more or less full body burns. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're gonna need you some. Had, you also look like a fried banana. <laughs> this is what all my solve is for. Next to quiz me. I'll just rub some dirt in it. <laughs> How much fire damage did you take oh, in so that fight? So much. God. Was it all fire? Two hundred. It. <laughs> it was like it was easily more than you have hit points. It was more than you have it was health like for two sure. and a half razzes. Because you had to be healed a moment of renewal, or you would have gone down. Yeah, and you I'll still this, got kind of. I was close. down to seventy hit points by the end of the fight. Look, what matters is that Marshall After molted. He has yeah. totally new skin now. He is a completely new Marshall. His complexion looks amazing. A little pink. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's behind. <laughs> the man has been resurfaced. Somehow the beard manages to mostly survive. Well, the beard is made of fire. So perhaps the sense. hardiest part of a dwarf's body. It is, it is. Like, so you have dwarf skeletons that still have beards? <laughs> I mean, it's that's how like, it works. That's, that's how it works. Oh, wow. Wait. What an in interesting... Dwarven whites actually have a beard attack. See? It's, yeah. uh, it's... Really? They do. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. It's a huge concern, they just, actually. They just drag it over you, and then you get frightened. It doesn't that's actually do damage. Disgusting. It just gives you the heebie-jeebies. It becomes prehensile in death. It's Ew, where the dwarves soul is I don't want to talk about this stored. anymore. <laughs> so it's almost kind of like a tentacular... <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. Don't make me... It doesn't do damage. It just freaks you out. It you just know? makes you feel bad. The spell in first edition that gave you, like, steel wool for a beard, and you could attack with oh, it. Right. That was actually a spell <laughs> that existed. Yeah. Oh, All right, guys. Back on track. I forgot back about on that. Track. Point is... <laughs> I kind of Come on. Do it now. Come on. Point is. <laughs> Dwarves have beards. Now, camped next to what was once a dryad and now is now a horribly like charred oasis. It's even more dried. Much of the sand has been turned into a layer of lumpy rough glass, several inches thick at this point. Uh, it's kind of awkward to walk across and make sleeping on the ground in your normal uh, bedrolls somewhat uncomfortable. But beyond that, I mean, that is the worst of your concerns as the night passes. Dig a little hole in the ground and sleep underground. I mean, yeah, if you get like but, away from where it's all glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, no, no, you no, can't no, really no. burrow through four inches of glass no, no, super no, no, no. easily. We have to break it. 
It's true. You you have a dwarf who can make a hole in the glass wherever you damn well please. Not to you're mention, gonna... I just tap it lightly with my axe, who has sonic damage on it, and it just you're gonna shatters. D- you're gonna dig through broken glass. That sounds like the plan, yeah. With your yeah. little rat paws. It's... All right, I'll yeah. heal you. I'm up not backwards. gonna tell. About what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I it's, mean, it's not like normal glass. If you take no, no, it is no, literally it is, melted that's sand. What yeah, sand, sand is. Not exactly. glass. Yeah, it is. That's fair. It is, yeah, it sure. is not going to shatter in the incredibly sharp way that you would think of like a pane of glass because yeah. processed glass is a lot more than just melted sand. Mm-hmm. So it's just a moderately bad idea instead of like a severely bad idea. They'll it, never it's find work, like, it's okay. Never the point is, just the point is, bread, I'll find you just the fine. point is, we wake up the next morning. You wake up the next morning uh, after the remainder of the evening it was probably in, what an hour it was after sundown actually mm-hmm. this yeah. had happened so it was already the eve there wasn't much time left uh we're very thankful uh near uh near a dozen workers of the caravan who obviously are fully aware they owe you their lives at this point and uh with no losses save for the draft animals which which may make the uh, the past druid perhaps a little sad in her inside parts but i mean to these men of the farmers guild and the uh the merchants well. mercenaries that are traveling I mean, like, this is just a business expense. Like, no more tears are shed over the fallen oxen than the wagon. And, in fact, probably less. The wagon probably cost a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good meat for a few days. By the morning, they have been able to recover much of what they could. Uh, most of the animals got clear, and there was enough for them to be able to haul the wagons back. And while they obviously lack the tools or the... Uh, the uh, professional knowledge of a proper Wainwright out here. They are able to do enough I got to get it. the central wagon rolling. I can literally do it for them in two seconds. You only have a couple of hours back to Catafish. They'll be fine. Okay. And you arrive still relatively early in the morning. The travelers of this caravan, members of the Farmers Union, very happy to be back with the protection of the city's walls and the Zephyr Guard. I do love civilization. Where you, uh, I imagine, would part ways pretty early in the market with uh, professions abound, assurances that they are, you will absolutely have no concerns that the guildmaster will hear of this. That mm-hmm. is nothing you need to worry about at all. That, you know, go ahead and just check that one up is probably a solid member of support at that point. I got it. But as you arrive back to Catafesh, where is it you are headed? It's early in the morning, and of course, you would have had a uh, food with the caravan members themselves where you've traveled, so you're not exactly want for staving off hunger here. Um, I think we'd like to change. Well, you but think we could just get to right to work. As well say, I'm not press the dissertation, press the dissertation, press the We, we have access to prejudice. You have been out That's true. for more or less a 24-hour period. It's not like it was a massively long journey or anything. That said, uh, you're Prestidigitation will help clean your things. It will not help undo the burnt and charred parts so yeah, much. Yeah, that's kind of what um, I'm thinking. We had enough, like, alchemist stuff and healing amongst us to probably take care of that. Yeah, your bodies are yeah, fine. Yeah, not the clothes oh, yeah. I'm wearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get touched. Nobody does talking like, to you, Lizard I'm pretty man. happy. Did Resme get touched, too? No, but these two are barely wearing clothes anymore. Like, I've literally been sitting there, like, pulling stuff up. If Marshall had taken any more fire damage, it would be considered obscene in public for him to still be walking around. I barely took any. I'm wearing mithril armor and a gunk head. That's pretty much all I'm wearing. The fire didn't stick stick to me, so. And somehow the gunk head is still intact. (laughs) 
skeleton, basically, we'll go at this point. change clothes. <laughs> you can stop back in Zaders. Yeah. Uh, on your way over as you pass through the markets back to the western end of the uh, uh, <laughs> next one. <laughs> to head back to Zaders' estate to refresh yourself to some extent before you go, you know, try to make professional contacts amongst the, the higher echelons of the guild. The, sweep sleep, the street sleep sweepers? I can't can't say that those words together. Street okay. sweepers. Or yeah. also the dung carters, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the street swappers. That thing, yeah. Heading back towards uh, Zader's estate, back out of the bustling market, you see what would be uh, not completely uncommon occurrence. The Canapash is... I would say pretty far from a city free from crime. At this point, just generally walking around, you probably would have seen the Zephyr Guard at least accost several people, uh, either for various petty thefts, pickpockets. It's like a paradise here because most of the people in Catapesh, especially in these entryway markets, are like yourselves. They are not locals. They're not natives. They are travelers. They're traveling merchants passing through. They're people unfamiliar uh, with the throng and the intensity of the market squares here, just how packed it is and just how cutthroat everything is. So not a day goes by <laughs> where the guards aren't picking up at least a dozen pickpockets throughout the city uh, to generally just collect their collections. It's not really realistic to attempt to turn back over the coin to pickpocket as a mass throughout a morning. Uh, and drag them off to the, whatever the nearest holding cells are for a day and a night to possibly sleep it off. But this is the first you would see these automatons that are with them getting involved. Um, you would come around the corner. Laser eyes. <laughs> to see um, a pair of gentlemen who appeared to uh, not immediately submit into the Zephyrgar's authority, uh, one of which is clearly no longer to be counted among the living. Hmm. Uh, the other, his hands currently up cuffed behind him, is being taken by a trio of Zephyrgard, uh, two of which are wielding the strange controllers that you've seen before, the almost like onk-like brass uh, control objects for these strange alums set at their top with these blue sapphires triangular in this in this uh, ring atop the whole device. Uh, one of these golems is simply looming over, arms at its side, standing still as you've seen them before, but eyes kind of locked on the man who has surrendered. Uh, the other is still almost in what looks like a combat stance of some kind. Its legs are a little spread, its arms are sort of out, like it's ready to intercept something. Uh, but this giant mechanism in the center of its chest, where this, again, I think we have an art of these guys. If not, I will literally just turn the book around to you. Um, where they have this blue crystal. The crystal is glowing and crackling hmm. visibly. And the body of the man is near just steaming on the ground. Uh, his skin looking almost dried. Hmm. But they seem to have the situation fully under control. And surprisingly enough, most of the general purveyors of the markets aren't even really giving them a wide berth. Um, the second of the golems and the two guards not currently, uh, two guards with the control rods not currently engaged in arresting the second of the thieves have at least formed a couple of feet around 
But that is exactly how far the general public is giving this of a birth. They're the regulars here, absolutely undissuaged from their from their normal day-to-day activity. Hmm. However, there is a kind of a second ring a little further back of more people, perhaps not from Catafish, gawping and gazing at the situation. Um, and you can hear whispers, some almost odd discussions, odd awe, not weird, amongst these folk about the uh, literal laser beam that had burst from the machine's chest. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You were close. I was you said close. it take you a little close. bit lower. Yeah, yeah. The Soul Forge fire to kill you beam. Your soul is mine. Where's Robert Downey Jr. when you need him? I don't know that he could help against the giant robot laser. No, he's inside yeah, the giant robot it. laser. Oh, that's... Oh. Ah. But none of this... None of this... Uh, really, unless you stop, stop as well to gop, stops you from reaching Zader's estate and cleaning yourselves up and preparing yourselves for the day. Uh, at this point in the morning, Zader seems to have already departed for whatever it is she does on a star day afternoon. Uh, at least she is not immediately to be found in the entryway, and you do not come across her on your way to the uh, residence wing where you are staying. Uh, but after preparing yourselves and readying, mm. what are your plans for this weekend? Eve? Slavers Guild. The Fleshmongers Federation, I think, is the name that they prefer. We know what they are. <laughs> they also know what they are, but like branding is a branding thing is important. I'm gonna go talk to the Knolls. Okay. The I... Fleshmongers Federation. <laughs> I was thinking uh, I would maybe go talk to the Carpenters Guild. Okay. Huh? <laughs> 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 We're just never going to be over it. This, <laughs> hey, the good news it's is a this Carpenters Guild, guild and another place with no trees. <laughs> <laughs> this guild has twice the membership as the last one. But they're in a place where they can import loads of wood and have a huge shipyard and a yeah, massive port and go through like a ton <laughs> of timbers. Like, I mean, Cobblewall could do that, too. For what? Boats. They're on the a lake. big old lake. They have boats? The, they have the, a lake. The lake? They have, like, three fishing boats. Look, and the they point have a carpenter's is, guild, too. They're the reason Furniture that, exists. <laughs> I'm leaving them behind, because like, I know that they I'm the only just... one who can be trusted with this kind of a diplomatic situation. Everyone else will point last. You are correct. <laughs> I'm never going to let Dwarven Carpenter's Guild go. Never. No. Okay, fine. How about the rest of you? They had three members, and one of them was a plant. Quiet, <laughs> Now you're We don't know why these leshies. two people exist, but we're going to put a plant there because this is real sus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it worked out, so like clearly we can't fold the Guild of Arms that badly. That's anyway. True. What are you um, people doing? Idiots. Uh, let's see here. Well, if we're splitting up... Uh, I'll take on the street sweepers, I suppose. Go don't see what they can, what, what, what they might be needing. Don't intimidate Burns. them. Don't, I, I would never be so crass. I would. I know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they just need a little bit of a kick in the pants sometimes, but that's hardly intimidation now, is it? You smell like bread. blood and gore. Well, bread. I mean, it's to be fair, it's actually rather appropriate considering our activities yesterday. I think, I think, I think I'm gonna go get more bread. bread. Uh, that's a fabulous idea. And uh, I guess it's just leaves Marshall, who I could probably guess your intentions for the day. But what would you like to do, my fine dwarven fellow? I'm going to have some fun at the Gladiators Guild. <laughs> I thought he was going to say bar fight. Fight me! <laughs> Santa Claus! <laughs> just standing outside her window. 
instead of throwing a, little pebbles. <laughs> instead pebbles. of looking out, no, I've been throwing booby back and forth. You better watch out. Instead of looking out one long, like one late night and seeing a romantic uh, yeah, <laughs> you in the moonlight, it's just Marshall with the sign that says "fight me." And he's just, <laughs> keep in mind, it's misspelled. And the letters are backwards. It's Energetically backwards flexing, e. um, Miss Shock. We have a. Uh, is he still there? He's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I just get annoyed and just go Mega Marshall and Literally tap on the window. Hey, has hey, it moved? Hey, listen. Hey. <laughs> His determination is astounding. Just pull a Titan. The closest he's gotten to romancing a woman, probably. I mean, <laughs> this is Marshall's version of flirty. <laughs> Yep, handsome He's gangers just got it. Madly in love with Santa Claus and doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> I like the woman. So immature. Madly is accurate. He's mad about it and he doesn't know why. <laughs> Rest. We'll start with you then. You're heading out to the bakery because you at least had a pleasant experience last time. Uh, to go meet with the guild of bakers and butchers and try to bring these humble folk around to, uh, I mean, they are a guild as any other. Their support would be helpful. Um, and what is the, what tech are you taking? Here? Um, we're just gonna go with a normal old diplomacy. Nothing, Easy. nothing fancy. They're straightforward folk with simple jobs. Yeah. Give me a diplomacy, good sir. I'm gonna tell them the scar tribe doesn't like bread. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Etrig's Tregal <laughs> just made the entire Scarlet Triad gluten free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was I just went to one of their parties. Only rice. That was the only starch available. <laughs> and it's the bakers and butchers. Oh, they're also vegan yeah. now. <laughs> they celebrate Passover oh, all, every day. Only yeah. unleavened bread. Or 37 if I saw my connection. You still have your connections, yeah. yeah. You, will, you could succeed on that, so that's, <laughs> your connections are going to help you tell the council meeting really realistically. So one other, like, you guys are not <laughs> confident with the success that you found with the League of Upright Barristers and the Order of Alchemists and Potion Makers and how swiftly and effectively you brought them to your cause. None of you are really sure if Raz is trying or if he's just, you know, heading out to the bakery <laughs> and having a good time. He said, no, he said he was just going to go get more bread. Yeah, that's true. He didn't say I'm anything about it. I'm going to myself with the bakers and butchers. That mm -hmm. way, when it comes to them, I, I, I'm a loyal customer. <laughs> I've, I've been here like four times. Every day for the past month. When's the last time the Scarlet Triad came out here and bought stuff? Well, they just bought like a bulk shipment last week. <laughs> but I've been here four times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually, <laughs> eventually Raz is just going to roll out of the bakery. <laughs> you are making some inroads here. It's that you're not making no progress. This is not the immediate sweeping victories you have had possibly had in previous guilds. Uh, but each time you come to meet with the Guild of Bakers and Butchers, like and heading out honestly into their actual business halls uh, to attempt to assess how best you can bring them to your side, you see more opportunity, uh, more reasons to present to them to break with the Scarlet Triad, more ways they could benefit, and you are putting together a plan really for how to present this as a, when the moment is right to secure their uh, support and their assistance. Uh, Roisin is going to the Guild of Street Sweepers and Dunkarters. That's right. Which, you know, it ain't glamorous. Nope. No one's going to pretend that it's a highly sought after avenue of employment. I'm city expecting a corrugated steel building. I'll be very impressed <laughs> if it's something else. In a city the size of Katapesh, 
there are a few guilds that would cause more pandemonium <laughs> if, if they, they stopped work. Were they to go on strike than <laughs> <laughs> the guild of street sweepers and dunk carters. Uh, mayhem would ensue, and surely their demands would be met within days. Uh, giving them a kind of a surprising amount of political power for a guild of such humble origin. So what... Uh, you've never been here before. As you meet with them, they are very simply... I mean, no one, no one joined this guild with lofty aspirations. They, you know, when I was growing up, I really just wanted to pick up poop out of all the alleys in Catapesh and put it in a bucket. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like healthcare administration, actually. <laughs> Nobody no, wanted no to do No one grows this. up thinking, man, I want to be a healthcare administrator. No but, one does that. But, you know, you get there, and then it is like a real avenue of employment that uh, really, again, is maybe not respected, but decently well-paying, and these people do really come uh, to, if not really appreciate their own jobs, respect themselves. Uh, they're aware, especially the higher management of the impact they have on the city and the amount of power they actually do possess uh, should they have demands that are met. And they take themselves quite more seriously than you might expect. Um, and they are not ones that will be very easily approached with flowery words and pointless platitudes. Uh, they respect work, craft. Mm -hmm plain and simple. Uh, you think, honestly, the easiest ways to find common inroads with this guild would be society or even athletics. Proving yeah. yourself no stranger to physical labor. Exactly, yeah. Um, I mean, Roisin has a very simple background. Uh, she uh, grew up around a lot of just straight-up salt-of-the-earth people. Um, there's a reason why she figured, you know, much like, like Resme is not going to let Roisin come within arm's reach of the high society breeders, Roshin's like, let me not let her come to the... Not bring a resume to the street sleepers yeah, and the exactly. Doug Carters. Um, She'd vomit. So, I mean, she's just going to kind of walk in Do you and... think they keep all of the poop in their offices? No, I think they probably smell like it a little. Yeah, this is why she's I She's not going her. to the place where the poop is. Yeah. <laughs> you understand that Doug Carters take the poop and put it elsewhere. Because you uh, realize they've had their hands near it, right? Yeah, the, the the guild master goes out and shovels. Food. The that's, guild that's master is personally overseeing. So not bringing the dog's way. When's the last time you saw a manager do work? I know, really. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, basically, it's going to come straight forward as like, hey, look, I was uh, I, I'm the freaking star of the arena and the Gladiators Guild. You may have heard of me. I'd like to come talk to your boss. That's basically as straightforward as it's going to be. And um, if, it, if it comes to like trying to impress them, like athletics as far as like, mean, like yeah, I'll help you ca carry this cart, move it out of the way. Give me athletics. Do role. the one-handed lift. I suppose it's as much the actual physical ability as really just the relation to again this salt of the earth as you said it people you're growing up with very simple manual labor um showing them you do understand like the value mm -hmm. of hard work that you understand their business at a base level so athletics of uh <laughs> well ghost of azan gave me yeah, this I here can hero see point the Norse foundry 20 logo and all of the numbers that are adjacent to that are not good not good so because <laughs> that's how a d20 works so I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna give that die that a rest you did kind of just roll it across my that hand, though. Point. <laughs> nice. Hey, a 10. That, we like it. Uh, we like 10s. That's a 37. Um, and a 37 
Uh, after your initial meetings with them, you're not the most brilliant business tactician here, but you're probably smart enough not be like, hey, you want to help us vote down the Scarlet Triad as a member of the uh, official council of guilds. Uh, but you see into their business dealings. You meet with uh, not... You would not be taken directly to the CEO of the poop wagon, but <laughs> but you would meet with some managerial. CEO some of CEO of Poop Lane Incorporated. Some of those who manage their business dealings and their bookkeepings, and uh, start to understand how uh, similar to what Raz did. This this may be. Uh, you definitely see ways that you can formulate this, ways that you can work with them, and that you definitely build a, at least a bit of respect for yourself in yeah. the organization. And I guess the, the angle that I would, I'd be trying to take is, like, look, the Farmer's Guild are getting extorted. The Scarlet Tide are throwing their weight around. Just making sure that they're not going and doing more things over here, just looking out for the people. They don't thing. seem like they have any <clears throat> dog in that particular fight. They have no problems with the Scarlet Triad, but they're also not... Uh, Opposed to being amenable, perhaps to propositions. Yeah. Because the farmers the didn't have any problems with the Scarlet Tried either until the car tried until decided it was a good idea for them to have problems. So, uh, resume to the Carpenters Guild. Simple, down to earth, basic folk with uh, perhaps more wide respect for their work outside of people that are not you three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they are perhaps the simplest of the organizations on the list of the guilds. They take contracts, um, they source their supply. They're 50-50 on the work they're doing, uh, they're, that they're doing being from their own stock of lumber and what they're sourcing from overseas. Because again, you're in Catapest, you're in the desert. Mm -hmm. You don't exactly have a tree farm outside. Uh, most of their business is tied to the ports more than anything else in the city. They are the shipwrights, they are the wainwrights for the merchants that are also taking their carts through land, but they may, they're maintaining the piers and the docks for the city. Uh, and as well as many of the coastal warehouses. There's not a whole lot of massive stone buildings on the eastern side of Catapesh. Yep. The Carpenters Guild has a lot of business to attend to. And they are... The guild itself, different from a lot of the other ones, is somewhat detached from the work of the actual carpenters themselves. Almost working as a massive guild of middlemen for the uh, craftsmen and the artisans who are actually doing the majority of the work. This is you, interesting. I can I can work with that. Yeah, you kind of have a lot of... Mm, I'm going to go with bookkeeping nerds uh, who are working behind the scenes and pulling the strings here. But they are at least... For many, many of them are retired carpenters. They are mostly familiar <clears> with the business. A knowledge of the craft itself, crafting, could be useful. But you also, you know... If there was a guild here you could just kind of bully into supporting you, is probably these guys. Intimidation Make me a chair. also seems a good <laughs> Um, So the tack resume is going to take um, is essentially not coming out, obviously, and talking about supporting them, but pretty much making a point of talking about other guilds that she's heard that are these um, sort of more like, you know, crafts guilds, guilds that actually make uh, objects for the city that benefit from... like the from bakers and butchers of the fraternal it, order. The jewelers, the... Oh, like, the jewelers guild, yeah. And how, uh, you know, they're kind of... The tide is turning against the Scarlet Triad in a lot of ways. And 
you know, the craftsmen and the guilds who are willing to get behind that early and take advantage in the change of the waters, so to speak, may find it very lucrative. You have many hero points, perhaps. Uh, may find it very lucrative to change allegiance before everyone else does. Okay. So what are you rolling? Um, so while she's doing that, um, she would have actually... Um, I'm going to use creation for the first time because I have it. And while she's talking to them, she's actually going to be putting together uh, almost kind of like a Rubik's Cube that okay. she's carving and playing with and turning pieces. And by the end of the conversation, she will have aligned everything. Um, making her point that A, she knows their business. B, she understands that they are in an interesting spot, that they are the middlemen, that they're not necessarily on the ground, but they're the ones moving things around. Right, and organizing that, mostly like largely logistics and the business and, side. And that at the end, she's really here to align their motivations. Stupid metaphor. I like my metaphors. I have to work crafting into that. How would no, you? That's, that's, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. And I am going to use a hero point <laughs> because that <laughs> is a roll today. Did you know what? Making up for last three for uh, three. session. I love to see it. Yeah, that's true. You just walked in last session, just dropped twenties on everyone's porch, and now you're like, mm. <laughs> mm. okay, that's uh, the same thing, but still not bad because you I know it's, I think it's, it's what I do. Is it karma from what? It's the it's the carpenters guild. Oh, you know God. he's not for, wrong. Uh, it's for making fun of the carpenters guild. They're a hive mind. Carpenters are a hive mind. You insult one, you insult all. Well, you got thirty-five. Thirty-five. You uh. Oh, critical failure. What a shame. <laughs> shame. Uh, again, you're starting to lay the foundation, lay the groundwork here. Uh, the Carpenters Guild is really just here for, well, whatever the most coin will come from. And if it seems to be that's not going to be the Scarlet Triad in the future, well, they're open to possible other suggestions. Um, I'm just laying and, the groundwork here. I'm yeah, not being I mean, super it's, it's obvious. A, it's, a, it's a start. It's a start. Uh, Trishik, the Fleshmongers Federation here is but an arm of a much greater operation that is based more out of the city of Okino and, than it is in Katapesh proper. I, <laughs> I had confidence in it. I was like, there's no way you don't get this. Like, you know this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is an operation on the Katapeshi side that is more or less run by, more or less run by Katapeshi folk. That said, there would be a larger preponderance of gnolls here on the Katapesh size of the Fleshmonger Federation than in most other guilds that you would meet with. Uh, but what you're going to make as a contact here is more of those who are running the operations out of an office building near the ports rather than a proper guild uh, official headquarters. Because, again, that's all back in Kano, more or less. This is just one finger of their great operation. And with them... They're, they have no tie to Katapesh. They have no loyalty to this city or to anyone within it. They are simply here to do business. And you don't really feel like you're going to get a whole lot of value out of anything other than simply diplomacy or society with the businessmen of the Fleshmongers Federation. 
What if a 50 gold bribe and a deception check? Can't possibly hurt. Money, I mean, money <laughs> talks in this town. They do like money. So mm-hmm. there's a guild that has no real vested interest in the success or well-being of the city that has a say in the governance of the city. They, have, they make a lot of they money. They make a like they are a big economical force in Canapesh. It doesn't matter if they care about the city. It matters how big of a factor they are in the uh, economy. You, these seats are just gold. Nobody's really. Roisin doesn't care what Zader says. This place is screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> money like, is the common language amongst all the people in the streets of Catapest. Secret Gold revolutionary pieces. underground, you say. <laughs> so what Tell I, me more about the Unseen Hand. She... So what I'm going to do is I'm going to subtly throughout my time there while I'm doing talks and business is I'm going to hint them in on a uh, secret slave trade that had happened recently that uh, did not go through their coffers. Okay. Just dropping little bits and pieces there. And I, I took 50 gold off my sheet. I'm like fully doing that. We're in there. For a 30, or 44. With a 44, as you work, uh, you know, greasing some palms here and there, some weird little furry null palms as necessary. You just slide the coin between the toe beans and it's gone. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's how they do sleight of hand. Just turn to a Are witch. you a hyena? That's what I was doing the null laugh. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but, uh, you, you try to infer, you know, place them down here. The Scarlet Triad is sort of elbowing in on the Fleshmongers Federation's business here. And what you learn is where a lot of these slaves are going. They're not pushing the Fleshmongers Federation out. In fact, they are a source of a great amount of the Fleshmonger Federation's coin as of late. Um, They have a pretty good business relationship with the Scarlet Triad, you could say. And while they will happily accept your bribe, and uh, you are very well-versed in deception, and perhaps so a little bit of doubt, turning them to your favor is going to require a little bit more work than, say, the bakers or the carpenters. But I got uh, important information. You did, uh, but they are working, they're pretty close together with these slave operations. Again, the worst kept secret in Catapesh, really. Um, well, something all of you would know as you uh, make contact with these various guilds is that it's, again, among any of the people who know anything or have any amount of influence in the city, it's not a secret that the Scarlet Triad trades in flesh. That's a secret to the general public, perhaps. It's something well known amongst near anybody who's actually got any real political clout. And a lot of them, in various relays, uh, various ways and connections... <laughs> are linked into that, but none more directly than the flesh monsters. So Chushik needs to go on the street with a sign and just say, wake up, sheeple, follow the money. <laughs> Alternatively, oh, money. what if you just turn them against them by stealing shipments? Make, make business transactions go bad. stealing the money. I mean, no, slavery money. is canceled. Oh. Roshin will go along with it. <laughs> She'll be the gung-ho. No, you steal the money for a transaction that was supposed to go from the Scarlet Triad to the Fleshmongers Guild, suddenly there's slaves that show up at 
the Scarlet Triad, but no one paid for it. You're Robin Roshin Hood. Roshin and Trishik, two opposite ways of solving a problem. Free the slaves, steal the money to buy the slaves. <laughs> yes. Marshall, as you head back out to the Gladiators <laughs> Guild, boombox and your sign. <laughs> you, uh... After having taken a day off to go help out the Farmers Guild, you realize that they weren't really kidding. Uh, things happened pretty quickly. In, in, in the anticipation for the events that are going to happen tomorrow, your name has certainly not been forgotten. Uh, but the excitement in the general public about the heroes of Breachill has kind of bubbled down. Oh, I'm going to fix that. But that is a thing you can absolutely do, my good sir. Give me <laughs> your, are, you, are you athletics or are you intimidate? I'll just, those are the two you're realistically going to use. I don't remember which one you used last time. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't answer the question. That does not answer. Spooky. That's intimidating. That's the intimidating chicken cluck. He also does that when he's using athletics. Yeah, but yeah. then he's... Bah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're oh, there's bah, and then there's... Bah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't bah. speak martial body yeah. language. Bah is athletics because you're flexing. But bah is I showing still them don't understand how I got to be with the, all of you people. I don't have that language. What's, this is what's the beads called? Mask of... Uh, demon mask. Demon mask. Demon, demon mask. Roll or you just roll? See? You got back. 39. 39. You know you want to re-roll that. No, 39 is a respectable number. Yeah, but you, you could uh, re-roll it. You have the choice. No. You were kind of the giant <laughs> star of the show that everybody saw. Literally. Last Toil Day, you humongous pillar of man, you. Um, <laughs> and you are definitely a recognizable thing. Would and as Marshall's you go around. Would just be flexing and like putting your bicep on a piece of paper? Trying to, you know, yell, fight me in the general direction of wherever Santa Claus probably is. Um, realistically, what, you, what you're finding is that a lot of the people who saw their show on Toil Day, who see you now, being very intimidating, are a little sort of concerned. You are a big spooky man. And think to themselves, maybe. That's... That's progress. The seeds are being sown, to be sure. Well, I mean, my main goal, other than just being spooky, is just show Marshall in, in Marshall fashion, like, other than just being a big goofball to the rest of the party. In reality, he, when it comes to fighting and, like, earning respect in battle, he takes that in very much pride. And being a little bit more on the uh, <laughs> darker side of things nowadays, he's embraced his uh, dark half regardless of his morals. You know, still being intact somehow. So he's ex yeah, no, not really. You've unlocked Dark Marshall. You will get a plus one uh, to continuing to trying to provoke Santa Claus into accepting this challenge. I mean, future. basically, he's just going around saying like, "Listen, I fear no one at all. I ain't scared. She's scared. Except for the giant spawn out in the desert. He was frightened for that entire fight." He was unsettled. He was, he was not frightened. That was disturbing. There's a difference between uncomfortable and scared. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm uncomfortable is frightened one, scared is frightened four. I'm with him on this one. But that was a productive the, day. As the group of you reconvene Bag and Zader's estate later that evening, I mean, all having made some degree of progress on your various fronts, uh, you would all be coming back fairly late, near to sundown almost, as your various adventures and your meetings are going to hold you through most of the afternoon and into the evening. 
Uh, so you would all be arriving after Zader had already returned. Uh, and uh, she is quite simply just sort of, well, lounging in her own entryway, waiting for the group of you, perhaps, or just, you know, relaxing. It is a star day evening, after all, it's the weekend. I give her a basket of rolls. <laughs> Bread acquired. <laughs> Slapping a dingus. <laughs> Taking this from you. Poor dingus. Uh, how kind. These... These are a treat I uh, very rarely allow myself. But thank you, Raz. I have been hearing whispers from a great many of the guilds throughout the city. Many of my contacts speak of uh, movement, almost, it seems, to undermine the triad throughout the city of Katapesh. You know, I've been making many inroads. No. Zayda, can I ask you a question? I suppose any is free to ask anything they wish. So, now that we're making inroads and all, now that we're sort of set up here, what would you all think about having a little get-together at this place? Or maybe another one? Something to uh, enhance our status among all these nice people we've been influencing. You want here. to host a party here in our safe house? No, no, not here. We could go rent out a party house. There are a great many venues throughout the streets of Katapesh that you could avail yourselves of. In fact, I think it is wise. Are there many of these guilds or consortiums you have contacted that you have made some progress with and seek to seal the deal? Perhaps inviting several of them at once could uh, forgive the idiom, kill many birds with a single stone. That is exactly what I had in mind, minus the killing of birds, because that's just wrong. Speaking of killing, I may or may not have uh, tried to wiggle my way into the Gladiator's Guild and uh, refurbish our brand of uh, the Heroes of Breach Hill by may or may not have signed us up for another fight. <clears throat> Oh, I suppose that's just par for the course, isn't it, Marshall? But they must be run out of things for us to go fight. They gave us the worst thing they had the first time. I'm trying to convince to go for the head honcho. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sandy yes. Claus herself. It'd be spectacular if she came into the... Oh, we'd smash her so good. What say we let them go smash things and you and I talk business about this here party? I agree. I can guide you and help you with some uh, contacts or payments that may be made. But remember... The universal language in Katapesh is gold pieces. We got The more gold. you are willing to spend, uh, the more receptive your guests may be. We just made a ton of money off of Kitten and that bug thing. I'm thinking we could use some Did of them you? proceeds. I don't think we made any money on that at all, actually. No, yes, we did. It was a favor. 1,500 gold. The thing in the stadium. Oh, there was the gladiator. Oh, the bug. Cars. That yes, bug. Oh, yeah, the bug crap. We made a ton of money. The other bug thing. In fact, speaking of similar tech, I hear that a Miss Khalid in the Farmer's Guild is looking to reward some partners that had escorted a shipment limping in through the walls of the city this morn. Did yeah. you not collect that? I thought farmers were going to basically get the clouds. I actually forgot about the I forgot about the award, um, to be honest with you. I'm just so wrapped up in this whole taking the triad thing down. It's you not certainly operate a very different avenue than I would, to be certain. What is the purpose of your actions, if not the reward? 
Oh, the reward is taken down the triad. That's yeah, kind of like a sweet satisfaction. You're truly more invested in undermining the triad than even lining your own pockets. We could care less about the money. Ourselves. To Sweet tell you the much, truth, yes. no, no, it might be hard to understand this, but not the, the rest of the world doesn't necessarily work the way Catfish does. Don't get me wrong; they all value coin just fine, and it pays the bills, puts food on the table. But it's certainly not like something like that sits in your soul gnawing away at you like it seems to be here we also already have enough wealth to buy our entire hometown six or seven times over welfare i think you will find it at a base level most havens of civilization have much more in common with Katapesh than they even may believe gold well its allure is not apparent where it is not present no what? Can you say this, uh, what is it, Breach Hill that you come from? If it were to find itself handling the same amount of wealth flowing through the streets of this city, you'd think it would remain unchanged. Do you think its ideals would hold intact? I have the idea. I think Not it, at all. I think a lot of the money would end up buried in the ground because they wouldn't know what to do with it. Quite simply, I find those who believe Katapesh's uh, quest for wealth to be strange are simply those who have not had much cause or much time to chase it themselves. That said, of course, I am also here to see the Triad's downfall. But I see it as simply foolish to not receive any due rewards along the way. Oh, Speaking no, we're, of, we're going to go take it. Have we're... you spoken with uh, Ice Killer since your escapades? Uh, I don't think we have that, actually. That night, we have not hit the uh, tree. I have to go back. Actually. I have to go back and get my ring. Oh, that's right. You had to do something for you. That's true. Yeah, I should really go do that tomorrow. Yeah, perhaps in the morning we should actually go and try to finish things up. Well, regardless, if you wish to arrange a gala, tomorrow is Sunday. It is largely a holy day. Uh, perhaps <laughs> these festivities would be best saved for you Monday. Okay? Uh, Monday is fine. Business and contacts are made. Us. A day of. Profits and standard operations. Payday. Uh, when many would be much more willing to forsake their day's plans for something a bit more enjoyable, perhaps. Maybe you and Severin could help work that out. Well, so, what if tomorrow we plan a little, uh, a little get together? We invite a couple of the guilds we talked to today. Uh, you and I can go see about getting those rings made. And we will also send, uh, I guess, whoever would like to go to collect the reward. I think Roisin should go since she was the one who made the connection to begin with. Yeah, I'll take care of the farmers. No worries at that. I'll stop by on the way to continue working, my, working with uh, the Dung Carters. So as Zader explains and starts to give you options for things to host a guild of some kind for some of these skills. Whatever the most expensive option is. It's... The expensive <clears throat> is really as much as you want to spend. How um, much money do we have? Realistically, trying to... I'll give you a budget. <laughs> realistically, uh, trying to organize a venue that would be proper, high class enough to really get the impression you want upon some of these skills to give that display of wealth, uh, rent it out for a few hours, perhaps even a day to host an event is going to run you, realistically, at least 250 gold. Easy. Um, that's like the bottom bar that you can do to host an event of any kind. Let's double Do that. Do we get benefits for going The higher? more you invest, the more wealth you display, the finer the catering, the, the better gaudier. the entertainment, the gaudier, literally. The more you show your wealth, 
more effective it's going to be. Of course, there is a point where there's not really, there's only so much you can do for a single day's event. Uh, basically, in increments of 250 gold, the more you spend, the more effective your event is going to be. Okay, so it's we still contingent on you being able to, uh, to you know, take advantage of the situation. But the more you get, the better, the better support you're going to have. Up to about, if you, you, you couldn't realistically, for a single day's event, again, we come back to how much gold this really is. Yeah. Can we make a multi-day event? 12.50 is about the upper. I mean, you can do more events, but it, you're basically going to be paying the fee for each okay. day. Um, 12.50 uh, is about the top end of where, like, just throwing money at it isn't really going to make it more effective. I don't know. 12, we, we can have that. 12.50 is fine. I mean, that's less than what we <laughs> need in the in the arena um we'll make sure that in addition to it being gaudy everything there will be the shiny. best like it's not just gonna be shiny well, 150 gold is a lot of freaking money it's going so. to be the food the coins on the tables <laughs> <laughs> this is like impeccably catered like you have a servant staff that is there handling everything. The allowing, entertainment, like, is, different types entertainment. of entertainment. We're just going to break. is not the entertainment. I mean, you can be. All of the gold down into copper. Use all of that to build the uh, the gala location, and then make all the tables and furniture out of gold coins. As you are hosting this, of course, the goal always in mind is to use this opportunity to bring the guilds more into your uh, alignment of views here. Uh, and doing so while you are participating in this event yourself, diplomacy and society will be quite effective. Hold on. Is <coughs> it tight? Thank you. Um, but, Rez, you have found a great amount of success in the city just coming in and immediately performing. You could absolutely use the performance check as well um, to much do what you had done originally. Um, and with this investiture, this gala, uh, you can come together, you can, up to like probably two of you can aid another on the primary if you want, uh, but you cannot individually roll. This is more of a concerted fronted effort. Like a bunch of you trying to do your own thing there isn't really going to make any more inroads than someone doing it super effectively. So up to three of you can come together, two of you can aid one, but you're only going to have one primary roll. You guys, you guys want to aid me? And that applies to each guild we invite. That is to each event you host. Oh, so um, every guild be, we invite gets influenced by will, the main check. Yes, mm -hmm. you will be influencing sure. two separate guilds uh, with your events because you're not gonna like be like I'm gonna. You can't meaningfully interact and attempt to sway right. like six different consortiums. Well, we only have three like. that we could. Yeah. So, I mean, you can yeah. do, with one gala, you can do two simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have them. So, probably fleshmongers and bakers? So, what we want to invite, Raz will go send out the invitation. Oh, if I can get the, uh, no, we can get the carters. Yeah. I get the cart, the, the street sweepers there as well. Their upper management, believe it or not, does not actually stink of poop. Well, let us go with the fleshmongers and the street sweepers. Can't let this investment go bad on a bad roll. Resume, a hero point from Dan Bennett 360. All right. The flesh mongers will not be easy to sway to our side, but this will help. So, do you want to host that on the, the next day, this upcoming no, Sunday? No, we want to do it on Moon Day. 
Like, you can, no, realistically, especially if you're getting, you know, the dog people who nope. don't even live here. Like, <clears throat> because not a super religious group, those fleshmonger slavers. <laughs> so one of the yeah. things I actually did want to do um, was on the Sunday, the religious day, when we go see the jewelers, um, to make the party even more um, glamorous, uh, one of the favors um, I would like her to do would be to create um, a little like party favor, like something very tasteful, um, but decadent that we could give the representatives who come to the party as kind of a thank you for coming. Okay. Well, um, let's move to that Sunday then as you lay these, the plans and the groundwork for the party, things to be, uh, deposits to be paid, things to mm -hmm. be organized in the following day and then for the event to happen itself on Moonday. Sunday, the 12th of Arostal, you're heading to the Jewelers Guild to try to organize this. What are the rest of you doing with this afternoon? Now, Katapesh is no less a religious city than basically any other uh, within Galarian. That does not mean that, like, there is no one to contact. You can still meet with the guilds as normal. Uh, but it is notably a day of a bit of a lull in the general markets. Um, there are not as many travelers are, are coming through. It is still an absolute thronging madhouse, but it's notably less dense mm -hmm. in a lot of places. And again, particularly, it's a heavy focus on Serenite worship. And not rur Serenite worship. Very mm -hmm. not rur Serenite worship. There is also a surprising amount of feasance paid to a totally independent pantheon that many of you may be unfamiliar with, which is the Osirian pantheon. Uh, they actually worship a completely separate, almost completely separate set of gods, which is quite literally the Egyptian pantheon. Like Anubis, Sobek, Anubia, Ra, and Ra, Seth, and like... that's... The, the entire Prince of Egypt song. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there would be quite a few Osirian chapels, and they worship them more. Uh, it's less the individualistic. Like, I mean, you knew Rur, obviously. You've met the... Uh, was it Shade Cloak back in Kintargo that uh, worships Ankuthan? It is much less of them worshiping individual deific figures and more worshiping the pantheon as a whole. And these uh, the various places, houses of worship and chapels within Katapesh that are dedicated to the Osirian pantheon would very much represent that. Uh, like they're not the, really dedicated to a god. That's like the dwarven pillar that we went into. Yeah, the dwarves do kind of have like the five that come together, but they do very much worship primarily Toreg. And they worship the rest largely because they are the children of Torag, which is where they believe their divinity comes from in the first place. This is a little different because, I mean, the Egyptian relations are not like Greek complexity, but maybe a step down from that. I meant more so because it's all hosted in a single location. It would be more like that, yes. Uh, but still, you would be free to contact any of the guilds or establish anything that you wanted to stay. It's not like any of the businesses are closing. They'd make less money if they did that. That sucks. Can't have that. So if you're going to spend the day handling, setting up the event. And getting your rings. Can we do both? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to beat the Jewelers Guild. You're welcome well, to come with me. I definitely want to go along because I want to have the Eye of the Wise set in a piece of false that, That's exactly what we're doing. Oh, okay. That's, that's so what we gave her. So it can be removed and used. Okay, so you're going to be commissioning some specific things. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So you two are both headed off to do that. How about you? And Marshall is, I don't know why I'm asking you what you're going to do. You're going to go continue screaming, fight me at the arena. Uh, Rasheen. I got to be out there with my boombox every day until she answers. Uh, uh, Rasheen, <laughs> I'm going to keep working the um, 
the uh, Dunk Carters. And honestly, it's like if I get up high enough to the point where it's like, you know, hey, you're CEO of this big organization. Why don't you come to this party? You have the drawing? CEO of the Poop Wagon. Nice to meet you. <laughs> My name is Jimmy Poop Wagon. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, the CEO of Waste Pro does wear a suit. <laughs> I mean, just saying. I'm sure this guy wears a suit um, too. Raz, how about you? Raz is gonna Not go like back to the bakers. Kind of gonna be suit. very persistent so about this. Your, yeah, your trying to work suit. it. Um, so we'll get to you two at the end. Last, we'll start with you three. You're working your way on the bakers. You want to give me your uh, diplomacy then? Um, actually, Raz is gonna try a different tack this time. Okay. He's gonna compile all the information he's got and doing the one thing he knows best, and that's telling stories. He's gonna start sewing sewing stories and like this as he's talking to individual small people the things that triad has done that will look bad on their business if they continue to associate with the triad oh you got a chick-fil-a -um. okay yeah i'm gonna chick-fil-a -um. whoa <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> so i want to use my performance for this as okay i'm just that, telling stories fitting. yep um so the bonus i got from connection what kind of on um, I believe it is actually circumstance on the connections because it is literally the circumstance it is um, okay. that you know these people in Catapatch. It is a benefit from the city itself. Wow, we I have rolled like three fours uh, for a total of a 33. 33. I've rolled very low. It is, you find yourself, well, some individuals are receptive to this the guild as a whole really is not um but i will give you an opportunity because mr jv impaler has literally just handed you a hero point hey, play the hey. trumpet better rat man uh <laughs> play that if you want to use it immediately yeah, yeah. i'll use it immediately we'll that that. automatic yeah, refund it, it pulls out the trumpet and right polishes it and chaos. plays the trumpet and oh, the taz is going to help out more all right we gotta we gotta get the act together boy play the trumpet better rat man is that another four? Oh, it's six. Yeah, so it's that's better. better. It's better. Um, four. Thirty-five. You told me thirty-three out of four, so this would be thirty-five out of six. Yes. Um, Math. It's the same thing. You, yeah. you, you find these individuals somewhat receptive, and like obviously there's some personal, like, catapaches. Believe it or not, not an entire city of exclusively people who support slavery. Um, they just support making money more than they support abolition. But the business as a whole, it doesn't, this doesn't really catch. They are, they're the bakers and the butchers. They're those that provide the food for the city, that keep the, the, the citizens, the public fed. Their businesses are going to be in demand regardless of who they ally with. And slavery, while it's like you can't literally take slaves in the middle of the city, it is... You okay? It is not something that uh. Getting something out of my purse. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, if we, if we could, you could pause for a minute, you're, like, you're not glued to your chair. You can like. Well, you know she's not glued to her chair. She fell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate you. That's fair. Doesn't um, he have the glue? Their connotations yeah. <laughs> to this, they don't feel is going to make a meaningful impact on the business. And this is the first day you've been here, really, that you don't really feel like you've made any headway um, with the guild. We're finding the DC thanks to your. Terrible dice rolls. Roshin, my fellow Nick, <laughs> should not be without Mr. T1976 hero points coming out here today. Mm. And now it is your turn, my good friend, as you return to the Guild of Sleepers and Carters. All right. To continue relating to the common man with your athletics, I assume. Uh, essentially, yeah. 
Man, another wagon with its wheel broken. Let me help you move that. What are you, Jean Valjean all of a sudden? Apparently, I don't know. I, how else do you use athletics to you influence an organization? Bench press your way yeah. in political <laughs> support. Look at how much poop I can lift. Better. <laughs> so much poo. <laughs> 36. Wait, was, it's a was nine. It nine, right? Yeah. Okay, 30, 36. You are continuing to ingratiate yourself to the guild. Um, you find some supportive ears amongst their ranks. Uh, you're still speaking with like middle tier here, uh, but progress is certainly being made. And Marshall, screaming in a building um, yep. with a plus one, because uh, not yesterday, a lot of people heard you and you know you're kind of getting some whispers of like yeah that'd be a great fight actually and today is sunday this is their main event day when the arena is absolutely packed the crowds are thicker than they've ever been and you know sand claws is actually in there this Perfect. is the day my friend that's good that's a, nice that's a 44. Nice. including the plus one with a 44 A lot of ears are hearing you. San Claus is there. I, I, Some I just, of the gladiators, of course, ones you know, mm -hmm. are behind this because they they see what you're going for here. But San Claus is not dumb. Mm -hmm. She has no reason to accept this. It's a challenge at the moment. You still can't even get to her. Uh, but you are definitely implanting the idea in a lot of the arena's patrons. You will have a plus two, two attempts. So it works a little different. Instead of a series of successes, you were gonna just grow a bonus until, you know, we- Crack it. Hit I'm, it. I'm not, I'm not complaining about this whatsoever. Big. The two of you head back to the Jewelers Guild to meet once again with Ice Killer, who of course, after everything mm -hmm. you've done, um, you will have no difficulty in meeting with the guildmaster herself. She will immediately uh, allow you through. Uh, and in fact, as you come into the guild offices in the first place, one of the people that you would meet immediately or one of you would see is one of the other artisans that you had saved. Um, if you want to throw her art back up again. Oh. She is quick to clear out whatever she currently has going on her schedule to host a group of you. And after welcoming you back in, your brief introductions, I... I I'm glad that you've returned, honestly. I never really felt like I got the opportunity to thank you properly for everything you've done. But you look, you look well. I've gotten right back into the swing of things, really. Fortunately, the guild is not a helpless child. It can function perfectly fine in my absence. Our masters and our artisans have trained throughout their lives, and they're experts of their craft. have a reputation for a reason. Simply cutting off the head isn't going to stop the guild, and the triad knew that. That's not what they were after. But their messages have been received. And I don't think in a way that they wanted it to be. But, no, you, uh, you lavish me undue praise here. I, you owe me not even these simple social graces. And I, for one, owe you everything. Uh, I have taken the time, and it's fortunate that you have afforded me some days to do this, to organize a more proper thank you for your, well, I suppose we'll call them services rendered. And uh, she has a box that is sitting on a table back behind her desk that she takes out. It's a simple teak box uh, set with brass uh, corners on each angle and a very simple latching mechanism of the same on the front. 
And she undoes it, flips the thing open, and opens the lid of this to display unto you... Material wealth, as only the Jewelers Guild could provide. An assortment of impeccably cut, flawless gems of a variety of different colors. Uh, a dozen in all, set within this case. Uh, each only a, an inch or so apart from their companions. There are no settings, there's no rings or anything he's attached to. These are the raw, perfected stones. Resme's drooling through. a little. Like, there's actually, like, a little bit of drool. Heavy breathing. So I'm going to look at Resme. Could you hand me the, the Eye of the Wise, please? The what? Huh? I will just take it out of her pocket. She's not paying attention. <laughs> Those and, are a lot of shinies. And uh, looking at the Guildmaster, this little gem right here is exactly why we are here today. And I will touch it to one of her gems. I will immediately, of course, transform to take the appearance of that. I would like to disguise this with a false copy on myself. I'm not going to pretend to understand entirely what the thing is, but if you discovered some sort of alchemy that can perfectly replicate the masterpieces I've placed before, you might dare say you'll drive us out of business. Uh, no, it, no, uh, not, not exactly. I'll take my little amethyst out and touch it. It only looks like whatever you touch it to. It, it's designed to be a a connection so that he and I can communicate with each other over distance. Hmm. Oh, this is the thing that you'd shown me before, right? I, re I remember the amethyst now. Sorry, you'll forgive me. The details of the day somewhat escaped me. It was uh, oh, I'm not quite surprised. an eventful evening. Uh, yes, of course. That's something I can do for you. So you're looking for something to conceal the gem entirely for something to... Uh, like a, a ring that we could both wear. It looks less conspicuous than a rock in my pocket. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not looking for some sort of a setting that would fully hide the gem. No need. Yeah. That's fair enough and something would be easily enough done. Uh, if you leave the pair, you want to set with those amethysts or do you want something? <laughs> Please, <laughs> allow me to do something more fabulous for you after well, what you've done for me. Okay. At the very least, one of the masterpieces I've placed before maybe, you. Maybe the red one? The red one's really pretty. It's you an imperial choose. ruby, it's called. These are actually taken far from the south. And uh, she pulls this out. It's it's carved into an almost elliptical uh, with enough sides to look nearly rounded on its edge as they uh, almost fractally combine on their way up to the flat top face, taking up about two-thirds of the, the size of the gem itself. It's flawless. Who cut it? They're a master. Well, they. this is the least they could do to thank you personally. This is from one of my men that was with me on that very day. <laughs> That's so nice. He didn't have to make me something himself. Well, I, basically, the indecision's up to you. Anything that you touch this to, it will take the appearance of. Well, then allow me, if you will, the breach to claim back one of these oh, dozen gems before yeah. you uh, to match and pair with that. And give me a day and I'll have it ready for you by tomorrow. And uh, we'll put if, our time into this. This is, of course, anything you need from us is our top priority. If it is doable, have this removable. Something we can manage, I'm sure. Uh, we can configure a, a small, simple clasp on the side. Something that wouldn't really be visible to casual observation, but something that could be rolled, perhaps, with a thumb uh, to unseat the gem. Something that will keep it safe in, well, the kind of business you seem to find yourselves in. I imagine if you do much more than what I've seen you, you, you for. And what I've heard, are you... I was told... 
a tale from some of my folk here that had seen a very interesting spectacle in the, in the arena this toilet they passed, involving a lizard man and a rat and a dwarf and two women much matching a description that I found strangely familiar. Yes, that was us. Calling yeah. themselves the heroes of Breach Hill? Yeah, we're that dumb. That was not us. Your name is that terrible. That was not our decision. That was her decision and the dwarf. See, there's a lot more to running a business now than simply being good at swinging a sword around. You could use a marketing team. But that is neither here nor there. And honestly, truth be told, even this work I can do for you, setting both of these in a pair of, would you prefer rings or bangles? Something out of your hands way. It is entirely up to you. Uh, uh, bangles actually would interfere with my casting. Uh, a ring would be much better. Fair enough. Rings it'll be then. Uh, I think if we take this Imperial Ruby, I have a silver that'll match it perfectly fine. It's a bit darker than the traditional set, but it'll really draw out the color of this gem. But this is simply from the guild. None of this is a thank for me personally. And after what you've done, after the risks that you took, there's only one piece in my possession that I think could do well to thank you properly. And she uh, puts the lid back on the box uh, with the uh, this imperial ruby she has set out on the side that she uh, pulls out a small little almost corner of felt folded over to set it in and just leaves it on her desk. I'm Latches the box and slides it towards you before she walks out from behind her desk. But follow me back to the show floor. I mean, in, in all honesty, what which, which you guys, which, which you all have done is, is very generous. Uh, your friendship is lovely and you're very, very nice. Don't mistake my curtness for an attempt to be rude, but I'll not take any argument on this. Please, follow me. Uh, I'm coming. Going she says as she reluctantly walks along. And she'll take you back down to uh, the entryway where they actually have uh, the Jewelers Guild, uh, perhaps unique among the guilds, actually has a showroom uh, built into their main office hall itself. Of course, they don't work in great numbers of things. Much of their business is actually done right here on this uh, absolutely exquisite floor where a variety of diamonds and sapphires and gemstones of all kinds are on display, both in their raw form and set into an assortment of unbelievable jewelry but there was a display case that you will have seen that perhaps doesn't even really stand out amongst everything else they have in this uh, main chamber that is a sapphire set on a gilded pillow near the size of a chicken's egg the thing is massive and it is curved with uh, or carved with no flat faces at all but sculpted in a much a similar shape a uh, flatter ellipse around that catches and reflects the, uh, ref refracts the light in a way that looking into it shows you a reflection of an inversion of what's behind it. And she takes you around to this. Many bards who've come to Katapesh, or even the cities where this gem has rested before, have written stories about the Thuvian star. The what? Thuvian star. Uh, and, uh, can I get a... And she takes a small key that she clearly doesn't always carry on her but is brought down for this express purpose out and reaches down around the side of the thing. You can, uh, it would be a name. You are not a jeweler. <laughs> roll me a society check. Resume. Can I, I mean, girls one? like shiny things. Yeah. You like jewelry. And he likes shiny things. I thought he liked stealing ankles. That too. Ankles can be I shiny. got a 36. You may have heard the name in passing. Like, it, it's something you're like, I feel like I've heard that before, but you wouldn't know any specifics of it. Uh, I got a 39. The 39, you 
certainly would have heard tale of uh, a Thuvian star before. He would have no direct connections for it. Uh, but uh, Malkir would be more than happy to explain uh, some of its storied pedigree, the various emperors and queens that at various times have worn it born atop a staff, one mad enough to have attempted to set it into a crown that had to be strapped down and worn like a bicycle helmet for it to sit on his head, uh, more concerned with the show than the logic behind the thing. But really it has just been, it's, it's an absolute centerpiece of any collection. Uh, one of the greatest display displays of wealth that a nobleman could have perhaps is at any point having just even briefly known to have owned the Thuvian star. And as she opens this, this massive sapphire, sits taking up near her whole palm. She doesn't grab it, of course, with her hand. She uh, takes like a special off-white cloth that she reaches in to wrap around just to pull it and the pillow out safely and extends the entire thing to you. Resme's eyes get really, really big and she takes it and she kind of looks a little lost for words and she kind of nods and she goes, you know, believe it or not, I actually think that this might be very helpful in taking down the triad. Wait, 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 hold on. Do you want to play a prank on some of your workers? Touch the stone to this one. Just no. Say we There's no way say that we... thing is going to be able to take the shape of the Thuvian star. It's massive. Just do it. We'll say we found another one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, It'll be funny. Back in my office. Allow me a moment. I simply have to see if this can function. <laughs> I mean, resume's down. She turns back and uh, goes back to her office for a brief moment and comes back down with a little amethyst, or the, uh, the imperial ruby that it had turned into, and takes it up. There's no way. This thing. I do not know, but it will be interesting. Resume kind of crosses her fingers. And she takes it and she touches it to the Thuvian star. And immediately, the Eye of the Wise expands <laughs> to like the size of an egg. But as it does, <laughs> while it takes, and she kind of struggles to hold on to it because she has this tiny ruby in her fingers and it's always oh, an egg. Um, while it takes the shape and the general hue, it is duller. It is a bit foggy. At this size, the impurity of the copy the Eye of the Wise makes becomes much more apparent. And when you tap it down to a smaller gem without an expert's eye and a jeweler's glass, you wouldn't really be able to easily tell the difference. But it is clearly not the Thuvian star. Uh, looking more like a, an elliptical hunk of blue quartz than anything else. It's even a bit rough, not perfectly smooth around its edges. <laughs> All right, that was a fair bit more than I expected it to do, I'll admit. We've but at never, least my uh, entire industry, <laughs> they continue to exist. We have never uh, really experimented with it. It's interesting to see what happens at a larger scale. You would think that. A part of me dared to hope such a thing would be possible, and perhaps if some of the tales of alchemy I've heard are true, somewhere it is. But not here and not that easily, at the very least. So here's my thought. We are out to convince the populace that perhaps supporting the Scarlet Triad is no longer in their best interests. I've heard. As part of our 
mission to do that. We're going to be hosting a party on Monday. She kind of looks back down at the Thuvian star. And we were thinking, I was thinking, now that this is here, that it could be a party to sort of show this off. And that in order to get the heads of the guilds, the more powerful to come, that the invitation could include a very small replica of it to sort of wet down at the eye of the wise (laughs) to not something that's necessarily made out of sapphire but something eye-catching something that would get their attention and uh whet their appetite for the party lapis lazuli comes to mind perhaps perhaps uh or maybe a darker shade of turquoise uh certainly i could fetch you a few dozen simpler semi-precious stones of a smaller size and general shape can have them ready by the evening even uh I'd like to uh, commission them into small pins, if that would be possible. Uh, just let me know what the price of the work is, and I'll happily pay it. Please. Uh, for something so simple, something that has no true material value and work won't make to, uh, take an artisan more than perhaps an hour, wouldn't think to charge you. But uh, anyway, if we're going to make an impression, this makes quite an impression. It does. Then perhaps it seems my gift is come at an opportune time, then. Hopefully it'll serve you well. If for nothing else, I would like your generosity to go to good use. And I would like to see the Scarlet Triad chased screaming through the streets of Katapesh by Zephyr Guard, or rather, I suppose, the Pact Master's strange robots. We'll put a hip Maybe sauce. we'll both get what we wish in the near future. I'm going to have them do it unclothed, because that will make it even more embarrassing. And have it no other way. They won't get that. but your day here greatly successful you have in this case that she's given you um, she's taken the imperial ruby to set into rings but each of the 11 stones that remain would easily be worth 50 platinum a piece just in their raw form Uh, what she'd given you was 6,000 gold and uh, extremely (laughs) precious gemstones the Thuvian star perhaps putting a (laughs) Putting a simple price tag on might be uh, slightly difficult, but... No, we're not putting a price on that. That's no, not going what anywhere. What we're going to do is we're going to have the Thuvian star as the centerpiece with the smaller ones around it. Oh, you're making like an infinity gauntlet. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> but that's going to be like one of the... Uh, on the floor, that'll be one of the attractions. Okay. I mean, that'll that'll flex some wealth. That you're like, hey, is this. The, the thing as you... Uh, but more to the point, conversation to, to leave here, she would point out that the Thuvian star, to any would recognize it for what it is, is a known quality, a quantity that has been known to be in the possession of the Jewelers Guild. So you should certainly at least be prepared for that conversation. That's the conversation I want. That's the had. conversation you want. Um, it is hey, a know, great segue into you know why from the, the Guildmaster yeah, yeah. gave you the Thuvian frickin' star. <laughs> Um, I think you, it makes a really nice a point. For a good life. talking point, yeah, isn't it? spectacular. Mm-hmm. fantastic. So the group of you... So before I forget, oh. because I also forgot the Farmer's Guild existed yet again. <laughs> <laughs> As you head back, uh, Miss Lalia Khalid... Didn't would I be, ask who wanted to go to the Farmer's Guild? I volunteered, again. <laughs> <laughs> would be similarly... We killed the monster, it's not on my blade yeah, Similarly thankful... Uh, you have done a good amount for them, and both that uh, she would express her certainty that she will support you at the Council of Guilds. Uh, but also, Finest similarly... Finest of corn they have ever grown. <laughs> oh, it's three feet tall. How about a stack of 300 platinum pieces? I think that's a little easier. Oh, yeah. 
So you're saying that the gala is free and the next 15 galas are free. Look, the Farmer's Guild doesn't really have the Thuvian onion. Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> this is my prize pumpkin. To present you with. They don't have. Oh, but if, if it's an onion, free, then it has layers. The, 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 the blue ribbon hog. The blue ribbon hog. You take all this. your gratitude more directly through business. Have you ever seen a tomato like the size of like. Here is a pile of money. <laughs> And you have our support. Have One of the there. automatons that walks around the city pooped out the Thuvian star. Rise, <laughs> they're gonna die. She thinks the bard needs a hero point. Take this back. Don't spend it immediately. Well, I'm not. You're going to immediately. I'm dead. <laughs> As the group of you return back to Zader's estate, uh, arriving again fairly early in the evening. Uh, this Sunday, Zader would have been there as you left, and Zader would still be here and you re when you return. Dressed in a much simpler, much more comfortable gown. She doesn't appear to have really gone anywhere today. Looks like she's wearing roughly the same thing she always Perhaps, wears. shut up. Perhaps not. Uh, <laughs> it would be something much more akin to what she's actually wearing in the, in the art, and almost like toga-like. Simple, mm -hmm. white wrapping. But even this, clearly the cloth made of some degree of finery, looking to be like a heavy folded silk of some kind. Not so much embossed as trimmed with a silver thread that just gives it a little air of elegance. Probably the plainest thing Zader owns. She seems to take her fashion somewhat similarly, or somewhat seriously, rather. We had an interesting um, day. As did I. I did not expect you to be forwarding your mail here, but then again, jokes aside, there is certainly much more to that than this. I pass her a, a loaf of bread about this long. That is a baguette. Uh, I think at that sure. point it's probably called baguette. It's whatever, it's bread this long. You see, uh, <clears throat> I did not hear a messenger arrive. They did not announce themselves nor make themselves known, but I help, uh, but I noticed an envelope on the porch. I am willing to guess who this one might be. Hmm. You think the iconography gives it away. And she turns it back over to the, uh, the flap on the back, which is sealed with a black wax stamped with a figure of a hand. It is exactly who I thought it would be. Oh, they want to give us a high five. It seems you have made some interesting connections in your time here. Oh, yeah. We also found a centerpiece for the party. She'll go, reach into the bag of holding and pulls out the Thuvian stone. Her eyes just kind of widen and she like reaches up to her glasses to go to like almost reflexively to remove them <laughs> and stops herself. That was almost very unfortunate for you. <laughs> Oh my god, what did you save? Well, I suppose after what you have done, it it is perhaps fitting, but I did not expect the guildmaster to simply hand you the freaking Thuvian star. Uh, I didn't um, ask for it. We didn't ask for it. I tried to demur. But she insisted. Why so, would you I'm demure? I'm so glad you didn't demure. I'm, no, I, I, I'm with Zayder on, on this one. Do not worry. If she had said no, I would have gone back Be later. Be the first in the history of this stone to turn it down, I am sure. But anyway, uh, I was thinking it could make a good centerpiece for the party. Uh, we actually got uh, little pins made of uh, replicas of it for the invitation. And you would literally have those already. Yeah. Sorry, I'm... I, I understand. Oh, Roshin, by the way, pull out that case with the 11 other 500 platinum apiece. Well, if you, had oh any, if you had any doubt as to my allegiances, the fact that I do not spring the ambush and strike you all down at this very moment for simply this, 
should be all the assurances well, I could ever well, provide. Well, well actually, I was thinking of taking one of these gems and, and making you a, a nice, you know, new band <laughs> with the, with one of the gems in the middle. I was thinking the green one would be really pretty. Well, I, for one, am not stupid enough to decline such an offer and would very much welcome it. I think it would be a beautiful <laughs> idea to thank her for her hospitality. I didn't that think that she could betray us. Now that she said that, that is a very good point. We distrusted her completely and totally. You have come into my home and partaken of my bread and my water. I've been ice cream. It's very good. She did. We've been feeding her hair. The fact that I could perhaps be manipulating. You have a very trustworthy face. What what, what can I say? Something I have been told many times. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I go to great pains to hide it in public, lest I inadvertently take advantage of the poor businessman. And I really like <laughs> Simon. Fortunately, I have no fear of him eating precious gems. It is shaped but like an egg. this distraction notwithstanding, I believe <laughs> this may be worth acknowledgement as she motions back to the note. Before we open it, though, perhaps we should take our own break here. Yep, arsenic. A good... <laughs> we all make fortitude says next time you're going to oh. take any hair ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you know what? I hate the Scarlet Triad, but whoo boy, that's the Thuvian star. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, as long as I don't roll one, you know. I, uh, against Arsenic, no one has to worry. Yeah. Look, Even Raz. All that's going to happen is I'm going to use Shrink Item. I'm going to turn it into an earring. We're going to walk around wearing it. No one's going to be the wiser. The whole point of it is for people to be the wiser, I'll be the, No, no, the that's after. Saddest use of the Thuvian star ever, but it's a thing you can Not the do. crown? Well, well, okay. Second. I just like the idea of like, I like the idea of like to take this careful place, hand it like this, and then we just the adventurers take yeah, the most in their pocket. Like, cool, their, thanks. With yeah, their just, car keys. Just and... Drop it with their severed heads yeah. and your <laughs> shrunken beat up bits. Put it in the bag with like, all the manacles. Yeah, like triad <laughs> manacles just bashing around in there. <laughs> it's a rock. It'll We're going to take our midstream. <laughs> We're going to take our midstream break, everybody. Worst woman ever. We. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. You probably got five to ten to uh, get some snacks, refill your drinks. Don't you miss anything but some old highlights for a return. We come back though, a message from an unseen group that oh. may call our attention here. Pretty handy. Stay tuned, everybody. The we'll unknown back. backslap. Up the highlight shenanigans that we need to do the regular shenanigans but if you want to see any more of those or you know the youtube repository of literally this entire adventure so far we're on like 78 episodes or something i think is where we're at since we started the age of ashes we had over a year and a half ago can i say that now if not we're close yeah, I, think so. I mean i, mean, I, I really i don't think about the other episodes anymore i have the thuvian stone I have like better things to think Resume about. Resume one, like, like I win, you, like I'm fine. You had your win condition. Like, you could literally just build a museum around that. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/two-perception number two perception takes you to our everything. So when are we going to start doing two Age of Ashes episodes a week? Then we get sponsored for that. And also, you know, it's physically possible to get six people on the That's same funny. time schedule to do it for. <laughs> For I mean, just the four hours of showing part, yeah. not to mention all of the other stuff. No, we'll do eight hours, but we'll do it over three days. We left off. Really in- <laughs> we had come back to Zader's estates with Thuvian Star and a lot of dollars. 
to discover a message that had been left for us during the day. She takes it and hands it to whoever happens to be physically closest to her at that point and is not Marshall. Um, I'm going to say Raz. Yeah, Raz is definitely... Hand it down to Raz. Oh, don't rip it into pieces. Why would I rip it into pieces? You always rip pieces off of things. I do see that you are covered in a large amount of what appears to just be shredded paper. Oh, it's not shredded paper. It's pages out of books. Only the interesting or important papers out of books. Sometimes books have a lot of this information the author likes to talk about. They like to talk about themselves a lot with a lot of inflated ego. Anyways... The letter. She doesn't say anything with that. She just kind of cocks her head a just bit. I pull one out. I was like, take this. Did, did we check it for contact poison? Oh, hopefully. It's a little bit late for that. <laughs> Two people have already I have no it. context for this. This is the middle of a story. Well, yeah, that's the important part of the story, though. But I, but I don't know any of these characters. I don't Didn't know. you build upon it yourself? You're not... Build upon a story yourself? I can't help but feel like you have missed the point of the rest of the book. So the rest of the book is boring. Welcome to our But stream. this page is useless without its brothers. I just don't think about it. That's that's my Oh, advice. let me help you. Um, you actually started slowly tearing pages out of a book one time. It actually was like grating on my ears. I didn't know what to make of it. Uh, I'll it? cast Forgotten Lines, <laughs> and I'll see if I can't get the rest of the chapter to appear. I, it's for, I don't know if Forgotten Lines is going to give you. That's you the rest of the chapter of a book that you tore a page out of. I don't. Th- I think it's more meant to do the other thing to give you the missing page out of the rest of the book. I don't think it's going to extrapolate the book out of a single page because there's nothing missing in the information it's that's one of those here. AIs write a story. <laughs> it gives you descends into some clever bot crap yeah. real fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna open it. If you, we're all waiting. Yeah, I just oh, oh it up. Don't worry, we'll 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 cure you later. Oh, uh, there is out. just a single card on the inside on a plain parchment. No embellishment. Nothing fancy about it. With a uh, surprisingly, well, I mean, perfectly legible, but surprisingly rough hand. There's no fancy script in here. This is far from a gala invitation, as you've been organizing here. A couple of brief sentences. You're an interest in sort, and I'd give you an interest in proposition. Red Daba. Two hours after sunrise, it's coming wheel day. Nothing more. Red Daba. Well, I believe that we have ourselves a date. I assume that would be a pub. It is a uh, tavern near the ports, I believe. Not one I have frequented myself. I do not believe I have ever been inside. The port taverns are unpleasant. A bit rough. Raz, is there anything in that letter that's not what it looks like and any ciphers? I was going to ask, is there, can I look it over and make sure it's like, it's not like backward speak or. Uh, what is the deciphering thing? I think it's society. Society, society yep. now. Yeah. Give me a society check, Raz. Oh. Um. So you have to shout when you roll. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently yeah. it's. Yeah. It's the same thing I do playing any video game. Yeah. 46. Uh, With a 46, as you look down at this, you can see um, that it is... That is all the information that is intended to be imparted on this card. There is is nothing else on here that is 
that is uh, something that you're looking for. However, looking it over, looking very uh, carefully for anything else you might find, you do see a very thin, uh, askew overlay of incredibly shallow impressions, as if this, perhaps even in its envelope, had sat on a desk and had something else written atop it. Uh, you can't make out much of what it is. It seems to just be a letter of some kind, but you can make out the signature at the bottom and a name that's under that ends up askew and underneath the actual text of this that's with a small bit of ink and a gentle touch becomes legible. Udasha Starshield. I say that word for Rasheen writing her book. I'm not gonna. It's not a very dwarven then. sounding name. <clears throat> not one that's super. I mean, all kinds are here in Katapesh, really, but not the kind of name you'd come to expect here. Be more like the Lalia Khalid and Zader. Well, I believe that we have a name of a prominent member if we have been invited by them. A name that they didn't intend for us to have. We'll keep it a secret. We know it for now. Just pass the letter to the Sheik for safekeeping. Right in the bag of holding. I don't trust my bag of holding. This stuff goes missing. But, you know, instead of the bag of holding, Mataz goes in there sometimes. <laughs> Makes a nest. I think it would be a good idea to perhaps burn. You sure he might not need the invitation when we show yeah, up? Yeah, I'm thinking we should keep that. I suppose they'll know who we are after if all. If they, they were the able to deliver to this here, and I am quite certain it is not intended for myself, he refers to it in plural, I think they know enough about their targets to be able to know who it is that is arriving. I've got to go call us targets, really. You have to say targets. We might not be being targeted. We're always you have being a better targeted. Word, given these circumstances. This was definitely a targeted note. It is an offer to meet in a public tavern, which is interesting. This is neutral ground, perhaps. Uh, even if it was something they could control, something they have could even fill with plants, it is amidst the bit busy ports. It is also quite open to the air. A salty breeze blows through it as a feature, apparently. But it is something that if they were to raise a ruckus, it would be quite visible and known. Well, it's not the worst first date location I've ever been invited to. This simply, I... Would be surprised if this was intended to be some kind of deception, at least on the scale of an ambush or something dangerous. Even attempting to do something as simple as poisoning you there would be brash. If there was going to be poison, it would have been on this card. Oh. Very true. That is a wise observation, and one I had considered. Uh, but the envelope I figured safe enough. Yes, it would not be on the envelope. It wouldn't be in a place someone who was not intended would accidentally touch it. If nothing else, it ensured that uh, I would not go prying through the mail of my guests. But still, it strikes me as the location that one would pick to ensure a degree of safety for those visiting. And anonymity. And if necessary, anonymity. And well, bad smells. Do will do as you will. This is in three days' time, the coming wheel day. Which means, fortunately, this does not interfere with tomorrow's events. Which we should finish planning in earnest Absolutely. now that we have this. I cannot, still cannot believe this is the real Duvian star. 
and uh, you would be able to finish uh, organizing everything around this as a centerpiece as, as well as you can. And uh, we'll take the pen and attach it to very, very nice cardstock and uh, handwrite. We're the... same day inviting these boys. Yeah. We're, okay, we're, we're going. It's... We're big business. You can drop whatever you're doing and you're going to come hang out with us. Yep. Well, that coming moon day after a rest and a morning of preparation and organization as well as you can, who is going to be attending this gala? Uh, again, you can only make one primary role, but two of you can come assist if you wish. I, I would like to be there. I think Raz should definitely be there. So as part of the setup, actually, I want to just go ahead and throw this little little fun thing in. Wherever the star is, its centerpiece, I'm going to cast above it illusionary scene and have instruments floating above it playing nice, soft music constantly as an eighth-level spell, so it just keeps going all day long. Doesn't stop. Solid. You got the highlights here. You can, you can even, like, illusory scene, like, the spotlights down on this oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, you can organize this in a very lavish fashion. Uh, but are you going to be there with the yes. Gala Sister Esme as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, Third person's up to them. It could be either myself or... We don't have to bring three because you only get one primary role. Yeah, but so there's no reason not to bring three. Well, you could be primary rolling somewhere else. Yeah. There's a thing like there is. I mm -hmm. mean, you're definitely making sacrifices to put a bunch of people here, but it's something you've invested in, so it's up to you guys if you want to put a third person or if you guys want to um, uh, strike out and do other things. I plan on using diplomacy, so if you're I willing... I was going to use performance. You can use different ones to aid each mm -hmm. other. Like, you can... Okay. You if can you use wanna... diplomacy to aid performance or vice okay, versa. perfect. Do both aiders is... count as a benefit? Or just the best aider of the you two? Can, you can both aid. You can, like, double aid it, yes. You can stack the benefit twice. This is one of the, one of the rare circumstances where you can aid multiple times. So, and you will get, like, a multiplicative bonus. That's why it's limited. What if you three go, us two go to Arena? You glad you go? Yeah. Because I'm perfectly okay. well-trained and athletic. I can dress you beautifully. Rasheen's great at this. Looking at her. <laughs> you can choose to go somewhere else if you don't want to. You'd be better to assist because your deception's probably better. I, I take, don't need I deception. Oh, we need diplomacy, don't we? Yeah. yeah. You're trained. I'm only all, trained. We're all just trained. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Rasheen can, Rasheen can stay home. And besides, you're a beautiful centerpiece to go along with the jewel. Uh, not after catfish, I'm not. At least after dressing you. scare people. Whereas you'll at least have some of the men entertained. I'll just look uneasy. I, I will make them uneasy, but like still look good. So that's all that matters. I mean, you have a pretty good charisma from what I remember. Oh so. yeah, no, Roshin can work it, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's one of those like she might murder me, but I might not mind kind of thing. Sweetheart, with the she dress I'm gonna me, put, but I might like it. With no, the dress I'm gonna put you in, nobody's I gonna care about anything that comes I'm out of your fully mouth. Fully aware of hey, the dresses Ms. that you have. Start. So what are you two doing, Trishik and Okay, Athletics, what are you we're doing, flexing in front of the arena. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, flexing, backflips. I have a solution for resume putting you in a dress. The hat of disguise. You put the hat on and then you activate it and then you're just dressed however you want to be dressed. Would not wearing the corset or the dress. No, I think she should wear the dress. I don't think you should make Roisin uncomfortable. Roisin is not uncomfortable. Roisin just likes to think she's uncomfortable. Roisin likes looking hot. She just doesn't like to admit it. I get the feeling that you're you're making a lot of value judgments about what I think I should look like. But, you know, it's, it's fine. I'll go along with it. <laughs> Don't I forget, forget I to have dress 16 you up. strength Last and I'm a master of athletics. So the two of you <laughs> head out to the arena to continue screaming at Santa Claus. 
I'll um, be screaming. He'll just be flexing. Are you aiding one another or separate are checks. you separate rolling? Yeah. If you both succeed, um, you're not going to... It's not super going to help because you're still going to get a day's worth of progress on this. Okay. Uh, because Marshall, at this point, has kind of realized that it's going to take one like big push to, to, to tip... Santa Claus's hand. And, and I already have a plus two, but two people rolling increases the odds of a 20. That's fair. That is up to you. You guys do as you please. You and can... I still got my plus two, right? You you have your plus two, yes. Uh, I believe you both have your plus two. It's public opinion. It's not like Raz's thing. It's public opinion oh, okay. is changing. So you both have the plus two Marshall's built up over the last two days. <laughs> I think it's better to roll separate. It I raises agree. the odds of a higher roll. I agree with that. So give me, Marshall, let's start with you. Give me your athletics check, good sir. I mean, I was going to try spooky, but because oh, it's, it's, right. it's one better. It's one better. One better matters. One better matters. No, yeah, yeah. Do, do you intimidate? I just said the wrong thing. I was thinking You're good, dude. Chic. It's all good. I'm flexing. He's screaming. I am going to spend a hero point for that, as you should. Get big. Get angry. Get scary. All right. You want to roll the Draugr dice? No, no. No. It's going to be fine. Are you kidding That's me? That's the exact same roll. It's the exact same roll. Welcome to my world. This uh, is why we roll separately. Okay. Well, on my intimidation, apparently I kind of bit my tongue in the middle of yelling. Uh, so it's only going to be a 34. I got a 40. Is that with the plus two? Yeah. Uh, well, 34. I bit my tongue. Marshall's present. I mean, you brought some sheep. Maybe she's just overshadowing you here with this physical might, and you're just wordlessly, you're scaring people. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I can use perfect distraction to go along with it. So there's two of me flexing for a 42. 42 is <laughs> that with a plus two? Yep. You guys have a plus three to further checks okay. to continue to call out Sand Claus. The stack grows. Get out here. But still, um, while at this point... Can I roll twice because there's two of me? No. Well, at this point, <laughs> we're all certain that uh, Sand Claus is aware of this challenge. There's no way now that she hasn't at least been told of this undermining that's happening in her, in her very own guild. She still has no reason to accept it. She has not acknowledged it. You have not seen her unless you went into the arena on Sunday, which because you would have seen her like up on her stand, but she's you... scared. I mean, that's what I did the first time. So she's got no reason to acknowledge this at all. Now, you have your gala today. What guilds are you bringing? Uh, the purveyors of the flesh. Because who the doesn't want the flesh at the party? Who doesn't want the flesh at your party? Fleshmongers Federation is coming to the gala where we're displaying the Thuvian Star. We'll they see. deal in flesh, Security not will rock. be tight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Security will be and? us. And the bakers. That's a combination. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'd like to I'd like to bring the uh, extremely violent island slave trader Knowles and uh, Jim the Baker. Real good cherry tarts, man. Like he's it really does. Oh, you gotta, so you're he, saying is you know the Muffin Man? You yeah, know them? I know all of them. What do you think Raz has been doing for the past four days? Whoa! It's like a it's like a it's like a bar hop except for Whoa. bakeries. Whoa! I'm done. Thanks for watching. <laughs> okay. So. Um, do, do I think it'd be, it, it's too premature because I haven't even met any of the higher ups in the 
and the uh, street sweepers. You can and bring them. whoever you want. Okay. But there's two you can influence at once with the gala. Oh, I Meaningfully, yeah. Okay. Uh, but we'll still invite them because it's still a, a good idea. Yeah, it's not a, there there you can, you can invite to whoever you yeah. want. Yeah, but like, you really, gonna, like, in this one event, have the time to really. I'm going to invite the. the, the uh, pretty much everyone. The carpenters. That we've, the like, carpenters, the upright barristers. No, no, everyone, no. Everyone. Everyone. Well, everyone I mean, honestly, like, the more effect we get, the better. So, um, at this gala, Diplomacy, Performance, Society, or Appropriate Lore are going to be what you can use to try to uh, influence people here. Who is taking the primary role? I will take the primary role. Raz. Raz. The Mataz Jackson. So, let's. I got a question before. Um, when I made my connections, you said something about a reroll, one influencing. Yes, you have a single favor that you can call in. When you or someone you're working with makes as many downtime checks, you can pull that favor to reroll it. Okay. You're not technically supposed to be able to use hero points on these downtime checks because it's full day activities and you're you're not supposed to be able to use hero oh, points on what are, like, okay. what are functionally long term events hmm. uh, oh. because it's supposed to be like single actions oh, but like okay. I wouldn't have done hero it point, it's a hero point it rerolls a d20 roll. it's like it's like a meta mechanic already yeah um, yeah. but yeah you're not supposed to use fortune effect be able to be able to use fortune effects on long term interesting but I wouldn't let you use most spells and things on it but I will let you use hero points so it's not as impactful as it's probably intended to be because you're not supposed to be able to hero point him. Um, but it is a big deal, though. It's not a fortune effect. Is is not a fortune effect. Well, it is a fortune effect, but I said it wasn't. So you could, to, to give it the gravity but, it was supposed to have, it was uh, supposed to be the only reroll you have. I will let you use it with a hero point, like I said before. Okay. So if you really screw up, you're like, oh, oh, oh hold on. Yeah. So before you roll yours. Let's get the aids. Uh, Roshin, we'll start with you. You're a diplomat. Um, actually, I'm going to um, try to accompany Raz with uh, performance. Give me your performance, then. Not a one. Uh, 31, untrained. Um, untrained, critical success will give you a plus two. Um, resume. Uh, I'm going to use diplomacy, and I am a master. Okay. Pretty sure you're gonna get a plus three, probably. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be. It's not a one. Yeah, there's no way it's not at least it's a thirty, a right? Thirty-six. Like, yeah. Um, so that is going to give you a plus three. So you will have a plus five on this roll from your two allies. Again, normally would not stack, but for this situation, this is a big concerted fronted effort from the party. And we are wearing some hot clothes. How big is the bonus from the money we spent? Hmm? I want to roll this in the tray. Oh this right, is and you spent? Did you spend a full twelve fifty? Yep. 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 That is an additional four. Okay, so, so you will actually nine. have a plus nine. <laughs> so the, 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 the trumpet is polished. <laughs> Mataz is trained. We got the Which, dice tray over here. Give it the nine. Is a big freaking bonus. Plus That's almost 40. a degree of success. You plus 40 to the roll? That's a four. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna, you got that edge. You we're going to call edge. that. We're going to call on that favor. You know, I really don't know how Catapesh likes to party in Galas. I'm a rat. You're from here. I'm, but <laughs> so I look like I went to high society life. <laughs> that's fair. He went to rat society. I went to rat he society. Was, he is a rat. That's a 14. So that's a total that's of a 54. <laughs> 54. Almost of almost a fail. That's going to be a well, critical yeah, failure. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you're rolling to critically succeed here, and that's going to do it. Your initial four would not have critically succeeded. 
Um, so a good, your favor. It's almost like the 10 point difference of an entire degree of success <laughs> makes a difference. Of a degree of success. So whether it's success or critical success. And then we roll 10 higher on the rerolls. So yeah. Like... Um, so your primary ones you're bringing with the Fleshmongers Federation. And bread. The poop of the bakers on the poop wagon. <laughs> and poop. <laughs> and the poop. <laughs> what a toy. The bread and the poop would go together quite nicely because the bread becomes poop. Nope. You keep no. having nope. them have no. No. your gala. <laughs> you keep them would in go off as an incredible success. A truly high class affair within Catapash that these guilds recognize and appreciate. The Fleshmongers Federation. Uh, is here really to just deal in coin. And this shows that you, uh, who would, uh, even though Trishika just kind of approached them alone before and did grease them a little bit, you're the freaking Thuvian star. Like, you're not a nobody in this game. And honestly, that's not a lot to get their support with you. Uh, the bakers don't usually get invited to the cool parties and are just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> We brought some bread. And but I'm again, happy they're here. They realize seeing Look at these little sandwiches. <laughs> Each one's a whole five seeing gold. Seeing this, seeing the star, hearing some of the uh, whispers of those stories, perhaps of why it's come into your into your uh, custody, is interesting. And they again kind of realize that you have arrived here in Catapesh as newcomers, but not by any means as a small. The two of them are impressed. Neither, from having a nice party thrown, are going to immediately say, alright, yeah, we'll vote against the Scarlet Triad or the Council of Guilds, but the bakers and the butchers are very receptive, and you need a little push from this point would get them there. The fleshmongers are willing to listen. Now, more than that, this is a pretty spectacular event which throughout uh, the various guilds and the various uh, consortiums of Katapesh is something that is going to be talked about for the coming days. So you will all get a plus two bonus to all the downtime influences you nice. do for the next couple days. Uh, it does not stack that? with your connections. They're both circumstances. Can we apply that pro uh, practice? No, because it's, oh. it's after today. You, everybody, and you poll like, oh yeah, that was us. We did that. You are no law. You're not the arena talk of the public anymore. But you're the talk of the upper echelons, people that you actually need to be influencing. Hmm. And that is quite useful, so to speak. So, with a successful gala behind you, the Thuvian star, the centerpiece, and the tale, really, of how it came into your grasp from the Jewelers Guild. Perhaps, maybe not in the full details. Not the Fleshmongers Federation, who are very tight allies of the Scarlet Triad, mm. maybe. But they're not, again, they're not allies. They're business partners. Like, they don't care about the Scarlet Triad. Don't mistake me here. They're just like, well, we make a lot of money through these guys, so. Yeah, but that's the Thuvian Star. That is the Thuvian Star. That's a lot star, of money. Though. Oh, that's the Thuvian Star. <laughs> <laughs> also, it makes the point that maybe their security's not as tight as you thought it was, and maybe they're not the secure partners you, you thought they were. You breached possibly the highest profile goods that they have had in months. And we took you it right out, out and what, from under. And what are the odds either we're spectacular infiltrators or maybe their security is just bad? 
Have you seen this? Have Barney? you seen us? See, it's a good thing I'm not there. Yeah, you couldn't make the barbarian sneak. <laughs> With another successful day passing, this moon day uh, gala having been a resounding success, the group of you return back to Zader's estate to share your successes, to rest. Hosting an event like that is surely a draining event. I'm sure, at very especially Roshin is ready to faceplant into her mattress. And never think of this again. Until the next time that Until the next one. wants to Basically like up. trying to organize and run a wedding that's next not week. even for you <laughs> over a weekend. <laughs> for like we'll a be day. running one of these at least every other week. Every other Toil day, sun rises. Uh, somewhere in the distant lands of Isker, uh, the castle walls are a bit reinforced now. This is the calendar that I have here. It says the stonemasons have done their project. Woo! And the cold brand, your boy, has put together a pretty good fortification for you. It's a castle you can be proud of now. It'll totally help when Not... the, prof, the promise of fire goes and demolishes <laughs> the entire town in one breath. No. I mean, then... <laughs> But he's not gonna demolish the castle in one breath. <laughs> It'll take he two. He comes from the castle. <laughs> he demolishes it first. What are the odds that that's a thing? It that's was just a vision. Happen? Those things are always they it never was come just true. A yeah. Weird vision. Lower fortune teller over there. Thing yeah. Is probably fine. So now, with the weight of a successful gala behind you, um, that will not stack. With the bonus you've been building up in the arena, because those are similar to you. It's kind of different groups here. You have your plus three for the arena. It's just better than the plus one you have from your contacts for now. This is contacts for plus. Now. Plus two for whatever downtime activities you choose to do today, uh, whoever you're going to go after. And then tomorrow, if you are going to follow up on this meeting, you have a task to do, perhaps. Yep. So how is our toil day looking, friends? I don't need to ask you. Fleshy. Never um. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever say those words to me. Uh, that word. I'll have uh, the green jewel commissioned Fleshy. to be put into her band because I promised her I would. And yes, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, like exactly. And then if you want to, is a meat leshy. If you're mm. looking to get proper settings for that at this point. Technically, um, everyone's a meat leshy. Ice Killer has expressed her gratitude to you. She has helped you with the setup for this gala. Uh, the commissions are now going to receive uh, no, an exchange I, of coins. I want, um, I want to give her money, please. Yeah, and it is jewelry, so it's really jewelry is, is whatever you want to put into it. You already have the gem that would usually be the bulk of the costs. Yep. You can get her a finely wrought exactly. headband for probably just like a couple of gold pieces. Whatever, really. like whatever it costs is fine. Whatever it costs, whatever you want to pay for it. It's a jewelry commission. You want to pay 500 platinum? You can absolutely do that. Uh, the point is to make it beautiful, make it fit comfortably. Like five gold. Exactly. Again, the gem is the, the primary attractor here. But then? And um, then we're going to uh, go back uh, to the carpenters uh, on the heels uh, of the party, uh, making sure that they had a good time, making sure that they were comfortable. Regime. Uh, we'll just keep my... Uh... Keep my train at back the, to the poop store. Back to the poop um, store. <laughs> Actually, Raz is gonna change things up. He's gonna go help Marshall. Oh, yep. Marshall seems very interested in this, and Raz wants to know how <laughs> slowly he, growing, like crowd. what he's doing. So Raz, I have a task for you, my friend. I promise you won't get hurt, and you just do what you do best. You might want to bring your horn. 
I don't want to just make up a story of how she's a coward and spread that through the streets and she won't accept your 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 fight because she's afraid she'll lose. That works too. Come on. <laughs> so we'll start Rasheen and we'll come back to the team arena team later. Uh, Rasheen, <laughs> off back to the Guild of Sweepers and Carters to roll more athletics checks, but Woo! now they're fancy athletics checks because we had a fancy party. Yeah. Pinky's out, Pinky's out while we're flexing. <laughs> I feel like that's not proper form. You're not proper form. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fancy. It's All fancy right. form. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, throw it. Hey, You're fine. It's 12. So 14. So that's going to be a 14, which goes to a 41. 41 will succeed. Pinky's out. We're continuing. <clears throat> At this point, uh, you have been here for some days petitioning. You have uh, really come into your own with your calling as a career lobbyist uh, <laughs> for the poop wagon industry. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter what they, what I say. They're the poop wagon guild now. That's just forever what they'll be. The carpenters and cobbler is the poop wagon and catapesh. It's the you know, there's, storm. There's got to be something mm. going that, wrong that's somewhere. It, that's it. Nobody escapes the meme. Uh, but you're making, serious. you are actually making serious progress here. The carpenters never um, escaped. No, They're Carpenter's still going through it. A hard time. All two of them. It's not even their fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely separate <laughs> entity of carpet. But after oh. everything that's happened, after the talk that has come out of Scala that you posted, uh, the air at the Guild of Street Sweepers is a little bit different. Um, they seem to be a little more receptive. They seem to be a little more un, like contemplative of the the concept you're pitching. The catapesh without the Scarlet Triad. You know, it's suddenly starting to seem kind of possible. You're about the point where you can really try and get your cell here. Resume at the Carpenters Guild, having a great time doing Carpenters stuff. Uh, make me a crafting check. And there's unfortunately a point here where obviously we are shifting the car into going through downtime days a little bit faster because we have been in Catapest for quite some time. And if we role play every day for 45 minutes, we will be here forever. Forever. <laughs> forever. There is a line you have That's to... going to be my nat 20 for the day. There it is. There's the line you got to draw somewhere of what does and does not get role played. And uh, it's gonna the be 50th a 50. visit to the guilds. Two. 50. What is 52. your crafting? Oh, you have a bunch of item bonuses. I have a plus 30 to crafting. Are your item bonuses things that are up permanently? Yep. They're they just don't have things... a days for use. They don't nope. have a time duration. They're just sitting there in my jewelry. Well, otherwise, I'm pretty sure you need to be using to, you to do something, which you could be doing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's reasonable. Uh, 52, if that doesn't critically succeed, maybe just go home. Um, <laughs> after yesterday's gala, the Carpenter's Guild as well is pretty well willing to listen. Thinking they're kind of smell away the wind is blowing and looking to protect their investments and their connections you have the weight that it looks like you do, you know what? They're willing to vote with you at the Council of Guilds. Awesome. Carpenter's <laughs> Guild is on your side. Whee. Wrap them up, sew them up. You idiots. Um, <laughs> and Raz. What? You idiots and Raz. <laughs> Raz is categorically not an idiot. That's why it's you idiots and Raz. <laughs> um, you... I watched that season. ...are going to need to do these... At this point, you're going to largely do them individually uh, because aiding is a circumstance bonus and the building your, uh, the bonus you're building up for miling up the populace and I'm, the attendees is also a circumstance bonus. I'm not with them. You, did you go? He's doing oh, you went to Fleshmongers, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. idiot and Rez, my mistake. 
Um, Still a good sitcom. So you're going to need to roll these independently. You can't really effectively okay. aid each other at this point. That's fine. Um, but it is two shots. Colin sand claws down. So Marshall. specifically, because I'm still using intimidation, Marshall's going to go mega Marshall and hold Raz up. Raz so he's not going to take echo part of his that. voice. Why don't we just so, split up? Well, I mean, you got to be heard, my friend. Okay. So it's better from a height. It's focusing. You may not have a <laughs> combat opponent, but you've been doing this for like four days and you're pretty mad now. Um, raging up at least for a bit during the yeah, day to raise. It only needs to be for raise Raz for around. A uh, Give me your intimidate check, good sir. I mean, we're still with a plus three. With a uh, plus three. So that's math. Hold on. That's a 40. 40's pretty good. Raz, what are you doing? Raz is. I just want to keep using performance for everything, honestly. He's trying. He's making up a. He's not making up. He's telling a story of how Sand Claws is a coward. And won't come down here and fight. She won't even acknowledge us. She's afraid she'll lose. She thinks if she ignores the us. The only reason she won't fight us nobodies who went there one time is because she afeared. She's afeared. I'm afeared. He's, everyone's a little afeared. I mean, He's in all fairness, scary. you have a giant dwarf he slash fire He has been screaming outside the gladiator oh. arena for like three days now. The porters have asked him to leave. <laughs> the children are too afraid to come trick or treat at the door. But if she wasn't afraid, she if, would just fight us and get it over with. If it was me, I would have thrown him in a maze already. Make me your uh, performance yeah. check, good sir. Roll it in the, in the tray. Say hello yeah. to my little friend. It's a nine. I have no idea. That's a six. Oh, it is? Yeah. Can't tell. Is it dot? A tooth <laughs> horn very, very loud. I can't tell with the dot with the clear die. Louder. The clear die is very That's an 11. Hey, um, that's, that's a better. forty. That's plus three. Plus three. Circumstance, right? Yes. Okay, so forty-three. That's pretty good. Forty-three. Ah, mm, almost. You guys have a plus Let four me... on your bonus. All right, Roshi's gonna come with you all next time too. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do. Oh, this. I, I, I gotta use, I gotta use everybody. <laughs> In all fairness, I've. Pretty much used everybody but you two, so. <laughs> At this point, this is a, a matter for some notable success, though. Uh, after your position outside the arena for these past couple of days, the crowd is riled. Um, the public want to see this fight. Uh, it is something that has become the talk of much of the arena of the regulars, both the gladiators and the attendees. And as it is, again, Toil Day, this is their midweek show that they have bringing in here. Uh, on the one-week anniversary of your victory, <laughs> they want this. This is as much pressure as, as, the, as the guild and San Claus could really possibly be facing from the public to face you. It is now up to you to tip the scales. It will not go higher than plus four. It's as much as you can get. I was curious this is if, fair. like, your rolls just got one worse every day if the bonus just kept going up. Stops at four. <laughs> You've got the people on your side as much as you can. Now you got to get that closer in there. Hit it out of the park. All right, and off to the Fleshmongers Federation, Trishik. Uh, you did not feel your uh, tactics at Subterfuge were terribly well received, and it was by and large the bribe last time. So. Uh, and now that they're already kind of willing to listen to you and they've seen your wealth... Uh, Increasing individual palms isn't going to make a lot of headway with the organization. Yeah. What do you want to do? It was diplomacy and what else? Society. 
Probably they diplomacy. Are here to do business. My society's an 18, so. <laughs> I'm only trained and I have no intelligence. Uh, true, true words were never spoken. <laughs> it's really just your whole character, honestly. Like, <laughs> give me your diplomacy. <laughs> Life doesn't matter. Who cares? Make bad decisions into good ones. Just, just roll 20. What was that? Dirt? Make bad decisions into good ones? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is the side so, of the hey. table that just rolls 20s. Derp, up high. You want to use a hero point on that? No. Maybe. What if you roll a 20 twice? How I epic could. would that be? Exactly. Yo, man, he did it. Just dropped it again. I'm like, all right, and you're level 20 now. Yeah. One. Game's over. We're, we're just going to uh, go home. It's not just a double 20. It's the actual called shot. Like it's. <laughs> I would but, do it if I was going to get some kind of reward for rolling another 20. Now, but, having kind of seen how this operation works, understanding what 44. it is they're interested in, what they're after, uh, notably <laughs> a 40, 44 with a plus two. Mm-hmm. On its own, just exactly critically succeeds. I'm also only trained but, uh, in diplomacy. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but you you now know exactly what you're trying to do here. You have a game plan. You know who to talk to. You know what lines to drop. You know what bits of information leak to various parts of this organization to kind of run this up the chain a little faster than it should be. Uh, with a critical success, you have largely convinced uh, the majority of the operational staff of the Fleshmongers Federation that perhaps, though I've only found a lot of success with the Scarlet Triad, it's not terribly long for this world. And if you wish, their leader is open to a meeting. Like today, no, just like me? No, like another okay. down, like to, you could say you or a representative you would send in your stead. They are open to discuss this with you. Fantastic. Send Door is open. Else. I'll but... send Severin. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. And, uh, yeah. Severin is legendary. You have one last bird. <laughs> I could send Severin and, and Mataz. Mataz. True they emissaries. Get when they get eaten, it's fine. They just show up again a week later, somehow inexplicably fine. <laughs> yeah. Slightly different fur color. <laughs> I'll send my derpy messenger dog. Roisin no. just finds new birds and, like, just paints them. It's <laughs> the like, oh, look, I found Mataz. You have this red is, like, soaked in gray paint. Like, his fur is crusty and solid. He can barely move. It's the like, kindergarten <laughs> class pet special. <laughs> You're a horrible person. <laughs> I mean, we are chaotic Oh, look, people. I found him. He got out in the backyard, but he came back. <laughs> Why is he orange now? Well, look, David, you've gotten some orange. <laughs> <laughs> the sun did it. No, it's... it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> that's how sun works. It's worm-tail worm syndrome. <laughs> Remember, kids, if you let your pet outside, they turn a different color. <laughs> you guys are morons. My face hurts. Ooh. It hurts. Oh. Today has really made me feel like we should not even like play a campaign that has a story, and we should just do stupid crap every session. Oh, <laughs> I God. Thought that's every we session. don't need an overarching story or an end goal. We need this crap. This is a weird we have to we have to play the adventure of figuring out why pets keep changing colors outside. Golly gee, Mrs. Mrs. Terwilliger, I don't know why. <laughs> Oh. Raz is down. Raz oh. is down. 
Cool. You, know, you are very red, my good friend. You can make it. <laughs> you killed him. Oh, jeez, dude. Oh, boy. Ooh. This is... Oh, we're going to be okay. It'll be the magic school bus, but... Worse. Good news. The day is over. <laughs> that is the last thing. And with another successful oh, day behind God, us, dude. while we have converted uh, the Carpenters Guild to support us, and we are right on the cusp <sighs> with several others now, including a strong ally of the Scarlet Triad. I am going to go get me some strawberry tarts today. And, well, uh, today, sometime shortly <coughs> after sunrise, uh, your invitation... Oh, yeah. Wasn't that two hours before sunrise? Two hours after sunrise. I said before, that was my mistake. Yeah. Oh, okay. I invited you to a tavern under cover of darkness. <laughs> I thought that's honestly <laughs> that, what it was. That's actually yeah. what, it, what I that's thought it what was, too. I wrote down, actually. I, mean, I probably said that wrong. Two okay. hours after sunrise. We were going to show up at, like, 4 a.m. It was literally supposed to be as, like, open and public as possible. Like, it is the morning uh, clientele. It is going to be busy. There's going to be plenty of people there. It's going to be a place full of witnesses and traffic. And, like, that was the intention, as I've Zader pointed out, that it is the safest public neutral ground they could have, really. As a show of faith, I will not be hiding the entire time. I will <laughs> As a show of faith, show I will of... be sitting in my chair. I have to choose to not be hiding. As a show it's a of conscious faith, decision I will let I them see me. Yeah. They may bask in my radiance. <laughs> oh. And his like, lizard loveliness. My, skin, my scales will turn <laughs> orange in the sun. Please, no. <laughs> I'll go from being a cliff scale to a dune strider lizard. The sunny D lizard after a moment. Oh, God. Ew. So you do your morning preparations as usual. A couple hours after sunrise is uh, you know, a little later than you'd usually be starting to make your meetings and organizing with various porters and servants of the guild. So you have a little bit more time in the, in the morning than usual. To eat well, to clean yourselves up, to put on whatever kind of affront it is you're really wanting to do. Um, Sim- or any of you doing anything special in here? Simple traveler's clothes. Don't want to stand out. I'm not trying to look uh, fancy. We're not going <laughs> with the, the great resume dress, no? Nope. Um, those of you who travel usually bearing heavy armor, it is not super out of the ordinary. There are plenty who walk through the streets who are usually not strapped in literal full plate. Um, but plenty who wear breastplates and leather armor around to the markets. Uh, are you going, like, full arms and full armor and everything? Standard three-piece suit with magic runes in it, just in case. Um, I don't really own any other clothing, so... Actually, like, I don't... I, do you think it would actually be worth me actually going to there? Is there it anything is... I could possibly... It, it, doesn't, it seems like it's safe enough. I don't think you're going to get into a fight. It's not about the fight. It's about... Uh, All of us showing up. Showing up and uh, being respectful. Respectful. Just wear a cloak, come along, and try not to... I'll it's... toss the unmemorable I mean, mantle at you. I mean, they already know who we are, so... I mean, yeah. If you want to pretend you're not there, go ahead. Just... It's not my point. I was wondering outfit. if it'd be worthwhile of me showing I mean, up. Yes. But fair enough, fair enough. I don't work for I'm you, at ease. so I have no choice. To when you're here, I'm at ease. Yeah. Well, in that I'm case, Raz, as long exactly. as you keep you comfortable, I'll come along with I you. I don't feel comfortable when you're not there either. Oh, what do you do when I usually leave? Wait for you to get back? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like the squad is all going down to the, uh, what was it? The Red Daba, which is... Very much what you would perhaps expect of a port side tavern. 
Uh, well, it is not like a holy exterior building. It is a uh, wooden structure looking not terribly different at first glance from the surrounding, uh, surrounding warehouses and offices, save for it is a fair bit smaller and has a very prominent, massive carving on the front of it of what looks to be some kind of uh, almost fox-like animal painted in a bright red. Uh, the full carving of the thing, probably about three feet tall, mounted up on the front of the building above the door, uh, the only real sign available. Uh, much of the seating is outside around the area on a huge covered porch that takes up nearly as much space as the building itself. And inside, huge windows near floor to ceiling, starting only a couple of inches off of the ground, open to, as Zader had put it, the salty breeze blowing through, very much giving you the sounds and smells of the port even deeper inside. Uh, not that the building is really large enough for you to get too far away uh, from any of these external walls here. Uh, the bar itself seated as far away as possible on the, uh, the inside wall that is adjacent to the outer seating with a walkway going around, uh, aside from the front door that leads out to this covered area. Uh, it is busy enough in the morning. Uh, it is a tavern that is not just here to serve ale and mead, but also to serve breakfast and lunch and all sorts of meals and snacks between to whatever breaks the various dock workers or those on shore leave that have pulled into Catabash's ports may have. And its morning is quite a decent bustle of coffees and eggs and cut chunks of various meats. Heading inside the building itself, it's not crowded. It's it's still morning after all, and it's not slam-packed wall-to-wall, but there are few open seats and fewer fully available tables. But sitting somewhere near smack dab the center of this is a very dark-skinned dwarf uh, wearing a fairly simple blue tunic over plain enough clothes uh, with his hair done up in more almost dreadlocks than the braids you would have seen down in Cobbler, clasped about with simple uh, metal bangles that don't look to be gold or silver, but uh, may very well just be plain thick steel. As he sees the group of you approach, he smiles, raises a hand, and then motions to one of the uh, men behind the bar, making a quick gesture with his, hand, uh, with his finger, calling them around, and you see them immediately already start preparing a tray. Resume will smile and sociably walk over like she's just greeting a friend. Under my breath, as a just in case, I'll say to everyone, try not to, uh, try not to uh, drink first. I'm not going to touch anything here. Are you kidding me? I say in your head. Do we have the Eye of the Wise back yet? Yeah. You would, you would surely have picked it up. Yeah, we would have picked it up by now. Several days later. Okay. Just making sure. Right. I mean, I'm sure that I'm... You know, it's never mind. It's the poisoners. Yeah, well, what are you all doing as you approach this table? You're just walking up. Yeah, just looking really sociable. Um, Roshin's gonna approach also, but just scan the area and just look around, keep an eye out. Are they seeking hypothetically? Sure. Taking exploration actions would be obvious because you are devoting a decent amount of effort to it. So if you want to be mechanically seeking, you are very clearly like 
I am very obviously watching not, your environs. Not dressed in a for a casual social occasion. You are in your battle plate. I mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing war gear, so it's like I'm I'm here as I'm my bodyguard. I'm here as a bodyguard, That's basically. Fair. So you're gonna seek. You two are gonna. You're not taking any exploration actions. Nope. You are going to engage here. What about you, Marshal Rez? Going to engage. I'm okay. just following suit with Trishik. It's just Trishik's little house. Entertaining <laughs> everything. Looking scary. Okay. So you are just being large. Yep. Really, but but also not. Uh, you're leaving Roshin to uh, scan the area in case anything should hypothetically go wrong. I mean, I can't really do much other than just. I mean, you be can there. scout if I mean, you I, want oh, to. Oh, if I can scout. Yeah, then, I mean, yes. you could. It's exploration activity. You can do anything. You, <clears> can, okay. you can scout. You could also be pretty alert. You could clearly be kind of on edge and ready. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my job. So, yeah, that's I'll, fair. I'll scout. Um, so the group you said the table as the dwarf kind of smiles and uh, looks over towards the bar. Uh, uh, the bar, uh, they're preparing this uh, tray here. Give me just a moment here. Don't worry. I'll provide the drinks this morning. And uh, quick, just general flavor question. You guys have been adventuring through various bars and taverns and cities. You've experienced a whole lot of assorted cultures from, for Resume anyway, the depths of the Mwangi expanse to all the heights of Kintargo and the fancy cocktails. Do you guys, do you surely have preferred drinks at this point? Marshall obviously is whatever gets him drunk, but the rest of you almost certainly have preferred drinks you've come across. I mean, in all fairness, I don't think Marshall's ever been actually <laughs> drunk. That's fair. He just likes the taste of the veil. Shackles spiced rum. Fancy. It depends on the time of day. Uh, tea in the morning, uh, sherry, uh, orgeat. It depends on where she is and what hmm. she thinks it she can get that's good. It depends on how high my pinky is today. <laughs> <laughs> if she doesn't think it's going to be good, she'll order mead because they, they can't screw it up that bad. How about oh. you two? It doesn't need to be anything specific. Just like surely you have. So Roisin has actually developed a, a taste for things that are strong but portable. So, like something that a soldier on the uh, uh, on the march can the, go and carry the vodka hip flask, vodka hip flask, but <laughs> or whatever's in but, but Judging from <laughs> from her background, where she comes from, it's actually been more of like a, a whiskey type of thing, okay, rubbing enough. alcohol, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, it's soldiers have to make it themselves. (laughs) Look, the type of wine they gave us that cost 200 gold that that we still have hanging around. That's my drink. That's slumber um, wine. Raz doesn't drink a lot of alcohol. When he does, it's usually something very sweet and fruity. Otherwise, he just goes for, if they have fruit juice, somewhere. Uh, apple juice for so, us. Yeah, apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> in a sippy cup, because we don't trust him with an open There'll glass. Be six of you around this table here. Uh, but the tray would be coming out with what appears to be nine various beverages upon it. That would be quite an interesting array. There would be a few of your traditional mugs you would be expecting, smaller ceramic cups, <clears throat> uh, and shot glasses alongside a full bottle as well. As he places, uh, brings the tray down to the table. Um, he sets what seems to, uh, set in a square glass with a salted rim, what seems to be almost a simple martini, very early uh, in front of the dwarf here before uh, handing out a few simpler things to the rest of you. Uh, Trishik, this is a fairly well-stocked bar. It's not a small establishment. Uh, they would actually already have prepared this exact spice rum for you. You would be receiving a very well on its own plate with two small cubes of sugar to the side and a stirring spoon. Uh, a nice or early morning chamomile, oh, all heated and nice. ready for you. 
you would have a small bottle of a fairly, uh, pretty quite fine whiskey as well, the shot glass, and you would get, I guess, apple juice. A sippy cup. The other four <laughs> mugs of ale would all be placed in a row in front of Marshall. <laughs> I guess it's a start. I'll usually take a keg, but this is a start. And uh, the dwarf <laughs> nods his head and, and waves, uh, waves off the bartender. Thank you. You'll be handling us for now. Uh, your hospitality is impeccable. Taz out, put him on the counter, pull out his little his little cup, and scoop out some apple juice for him. Set it down. So, first of all, I hope these drinks I can serve before you are fine enough. Thanks for simply arriving to hear out a plain <laughs> offer. A plain offer, given in good faith to the group of you. Mm, the tea is lovely, and the other drinks are perfectly suited to our palates. I've searched. I've my sources. Aye. But, uh, they tell me a fair bit of interest in things passing through the streets. Like that, uh, there's a group of interested individuals looking for guild support to appeal to the Pact Masters to rescind their support to the Scarlet Triad here in Katapesh. We certainly haven't been shy about it. No, it's been quite obvious. The way you're going about it, you're doing it all wrong, you see. You're trying to corral a bunch of cats. To march the same direction as various guilds, chasing naught else but that which will bring them just the brightest glimmer of gold pieces come into their pocket, right? Why beg for the Packmaster's mercy through these middlemen? You could force their hand. Uh, we did I, not uh, know that was an option. Well, I represent a consortium of esteemed operatives that has more pull with the guilds than you're bogey man here the triad. Well, that's all the help you need, innit? My boss is willing to negotiate details, that is if you're interested. Mm. Well, sounds attractive, doesn't it? It depends it on the price that would need to be paid. <laughs> but we are certainly willing to pay it. That's not my place to say, to be sure. I'm just a messenger. Here to make contact and, you know, gauge interested <clears throat> parties, uh, potential investments. No, mm. make no mistake. We're not looking for us to be paid fortunes or anything like that, truth be told. It'd be strange and out of the ordinary if it was coined. That they were, uh, we were even interested in. No, we deal in information. We deal in favors. Mm. We deal in political influence, which it seems a group of you have got a fair bit of in these last couple weeks, eh? We're very good at it. We've persuaded several of the guilds to our way of thinking. I've heard an impressive amount. And uh, should you refuse our <coughs> offer here, I certainly hope that it'll be enough. Come the guild's meeting here. What is it? Just very more than a week now, ain't it? More than enough time. We're not ones to cut off our nose to spite our faces either. If you have influence to spare and your offer is good, we're not going to turn it down out of spite. Well... You've gauged, you've attracted my boss's interest, if anything. Our particular organization I sees potential in you, but my boss don't just meet with anybody. So, we're going to make you an offer, perhaps, to prove yourselves. Oh, God. Prove that your allegiances are true and that, you know, there's value to be had in making acquaintances with a lot of you. Do we have to go out into the desert and kill something else that's scary? Oh, no. We're quite good at it at this point. It's the business is quite simple, I assure you. Uh, we have 
an agreement, a simple trade deal going with the merchant uh, deep in the southern markets that goes by the seer. Uh, we delivered to him a few gem. Uh, we delivered him a fair price, and he is sourcing for us a few gemstones. Uh, if you could simply stop by, meet with the seer, receive our three gemstones, and deliver the package to the marble sphinx. We got eyes. We'll receive it from there. You need. You need us to deliver a package for you. Hi. Simple enough task, ain't it? No. Let it's me It's not guess. going to be simple. He did not want to pay up his part of the deal. His part of the deal is the source of the gemstones. He's receiving them. We've already paid him, uh, paid him the fa- fair and agreed upon price for the things. What kind You're of... You're simply collecting a delivery on our behalf. What kind of gemstones? I can collect this delivery. Uh, they're a trio of sapphires. Finely crafted, but uh, sourced from out of town. Okay. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be expecting it to be completely on the up and up, would we? Well, none of it is. Of course, that of course. That is the appeal. I mean, what, is, what are we going to go? We're going to find out if there's some nefarious thing. Of course there's a nefarious thing going on here. Oh, well, no, I very much assure you. Again, this is a deal that's all been signed and written. The seer's already been paid. You're simply collecting the goods and delivering them to the marble Oh, sticks. don't be silly. You don't send a group, a band of heroes like ourselves to go tramping about on a simple errand boy. No, it's, not, it's not worth uh, asking questions. What's, with, what's the Sphinx? It is the location we will be putting up. Surely you've seen the Sphinx. It's in the same court of the city that I believe the group you have been staying in. To be perfectly honest, Catapish is very garish. No matter where, no, I could look at the same block of block of buildings three times over and notice different things every single well, time. Well, the Marble Sphinx itself is one of the city's oldest landmarks, save perhaps for the Red Pyramid that your triad's been resting inside. If you travel in uh, just on the far side of the wall and you just out to the west, uh, southwest from where you are, the far side of that wall, out of the port district, east of the Golden Oasis near where you're staying, it's plain as day. Uh, it takes up the size of several city blocks, and it's a clear enough... Uh, if, if you're familiar with sphinxes, they're kind of massive cat-like beasts. It's a huge marble sculpture, impossible piece. Oh, uh, okay. So you leave the delivery uh, somewhere where, uh, alongside, there's a long story tradition to leaving small gifts, arrangements of flowers is penance to the Osirian pantheon. You'll just simply leave the delivery amongst them. We'll have it collected. Mr. Seek, seems like you could go ahead and handle that in about, what, five minutes? Yes, it won't be a problem. We'll take care of it. Very good. And uh, if we receive this package here within the next, say, 24 hours or so, I'm sure our boss will be more than happy to meet with you. That was actually going to be my next question. A time frame. I'll get it within a day or so. We have it by the next more. We'll continue the price paid. And we'll go ahead to organize in a meeting. The boss will be in contact with you shortly. Now, um, this seer, again, we have a business relationship with the man here. He sourced a good many things for us. I'm not asking you to sneak in and simply steal and make enemies of the man. He'll know who's come for him. They're good and paid for. Shouldn't need any more than asking, right? Exactly. Good. No harm will come to this man. I'll go with you. Just to get to the star. Um, he, uh, he picks up his uh, drink for the first time and just takes a good sip of it. Oh, it's a good bite to get me going in the morning. But I have other things to attend to. Enjoy your drinks. And uh, have a fine breakfast, I uh, imagine, if you ask the good hostess there. Oh. I wish you the best of luck in your travels. Th- thank you. No, you'll excuse me. And the, uh, the dwarf stands and... Gonna mark just... him for death. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> Smile and a bow, leaving his drink largely untouched on the table. 
uh, excuses himself from the tavern and heads back out into the street. Art. He's so shady. Oh, it just gives me chills. Marshall kind of looks at his remaining drink and just... <laughs> so is, so I'm going to make... Uh, would it be Society of Perception to decipher what exactly he was trying to say? Because this is not a deal, obviously, on the up and up. Uh, you can make me a uh, society check. Uh, lore Underworld, Beatrice. Oh, boy. Uh, you have that. This, yeah. is, a, this is True Sheik's wheelhouse. You rogue, you. That was a two. You know what that two would have been? That would have been a 20 total. Oi. <laughs> Turn up two into a 20. Much better. There you go. 19. So, 37. Well, the 37, it's, I mean, plain as day to everyone here, even Rishi. Yeah. That there's obviously more to this. Yeah. Uh, nothing that he said immediately struck you as untrue. You don't, like, strictly untrue. And that's not terribly uncommon dealings like this. Yeah, they work around a framework of information. They're not looking to outright lie to you. Lies can be disproven. They're only giving you the bits of the truth that are relevant. And the clearly missing part here is why they need the five of you to go retrieve a couple of gemstones from a merchant that are already paid for. Uh, you get the sense that, again, you have no reason to doubt the direct truth of anything you said. You think the, so the circumstances given you seem to be true enough. These gemstones were delivered to this seer, and they were paid for already by... His organization. And he doesn't want you to hurt him. Steal them. He doesn't. What he told you not to do is simply disappear the gemstones. As a matter of fact, you get the impression that the show of force he wants it is half of the point. He does not want these to simply disappear from the Sears goods. He wants somebody. He wants it to be very clear. That they have been reclaimed. Okay. Okay. Hi. Um, so, roughly, what we'll be doing is exactly what he said. As he's walking out the door, do I think casting something would draw a ton of attention? I mean, absolutely. In the middle of oh, a yeah. breakfast tavern, a hundred percent yes. On the port, yeah. Even if I'm just kind of glowing and well, not really I mean, making a Huge dealer. Yeah, yeah, you're like gathering yeah. all of this energy in the middle of the tavern and emanating. So you're clearly casting a spell of some kind for the 57th time. No, no, I know that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm asking what kind of attention. I don't know how common magic is in this place. That's what I'm asking. Like, we're in Galarian. Magic's not unheard of. But ironically, it's more acceptable almost the higher tier of a place that you are. Uh, because it's very common for retainers of well-off noble folk, or even the noblemen themselves who have taken to dabbling in some simple magic, uh, to prestidigitate themselves or things, especially an especially common one, or to uh, cast simple spells to ensure privacy. Or, But in like the port taverns, people usually cast a spell because they're getting ready to 
shank somebody. Mm. <laughs> so it's, Fair enough. Like, That's more what I was... Seems- that... I wasn't getting at whether or not it would be noticed. Clearly, it would be noticed. What I was getting yeah, at was the would, type of attention it like, would bring. Oh, boy. This is about to start as a fight okay, about to break no. out. Like, it, it's, it's kind of the equivalent of, like, smashing your mug on the table so you got a pointy thing to, to, to fight with is sort of what it's usually used for. That was what I was wondering. See, the funny thing would be someone, like, goes to start casting a spell. Everyone freaks out, and then it's just light. It's like, oh, it's a little dark. I'm trying to read. Sorry. Probably get asked to leave. Unless someone else goes and like shoots us with a crossbow or something. It's like waving a toy gun around and being like, No, oh, it's just I a Nerf gun. Again, no, it's it's a Nerf like, gun, guys. I painted it black, but it's just a Nerf gun. Resume oh, has nice. never been here before, right. so she does not These know what not kind, the kind of place you would frequent, really. That, exactly. That's what I was more getting at. No shoes, no, no service, no uh, spells, no service. Got it. That's all I wanted. Draw your weapons, no service. <sighs> I'd really like to follow him. It is not a good idea. I Don't pry into their business. I will know if we see him again. Well, um, now, a, a marshal is actually the best suited for this. You too, go I ahead. Am. All of us will be needing to go. Uh, all of us, are you certain? Mm-hmm. Marshall can go and bully one merchant, I'm sure. That is exactly the point of five people being hired. Oh. Oh. They're it trying to make a point. To convey a message. <sighs> well, Sheen, you're very good at conveying messages. It's okay, Mr. Sheen. After this, I'll take you to a nice bakery. I found <laughs> one. They have loaves this big. Yes, I know you. <laughs> you bring one home every afternoon. No, 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 no. This is one I haven't brought anything home from. They have the most delectable pies. A pie. All right, I guess let's really go shopping. Pies. Let's just think. Oh, anyway, let's head, let's head on down. So the group of you heading out to the south end of town in pursuit of the seer. You might, in all of your investigations, have not really abandoned the southern end of Catapesh. None of the guild halls are down here because the south we, end we of Catapesh. the south end to go help the farmers guild. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't we? wasn't for terribly We've been long, here once. We kind of like threw it in passing, yeah. I guess, oh, okay. but like on the main roads, not into like the districts yeah, around. Yeah, we literally it. went through. The southwestern section of Catapesh, furthest in the ports, furthest in the main gates, <clears throat> uh, is an area known in the town as the Night Stalls. Uh, it is not a fantastically great place to go, uh, but the amount of you know money that it generates justifies its existence. It's catapesh. You can do whatever you want if you have enough money. They're not doing anything overtly illegal. But if you wanted to buy... <clears throat> did you just say overtly legal? Oh, illegal. Okay. He did say illegal. If you okay. wanted to buy mm, less common alchemical reagents, if you Poisons. wanted to buy <clears throat> some more... Uh, discerning scrolls of enchantment or necromancy or staves of the like. If you wanted to buy some of the more perhaps frowned upon weapon and armor talismans, the night stalls is where you would find yourself. None of this stuff is illegal, but, you know, it's not kind of the things that you want out in proud display in your upstanding storefronts trying to attract traveling merchants. I have a shrunken head on a a chain. (laughs) Several, probably. Yeah. The more esoteric, the more occult, the stranger, and the less socially acceptable things are collected here. Like my chaotic room. 
like an anarchic room, maybe. Uh, perhaps yeah. would be probably the area you'd find it as the night stalls. But that does not mean that it is any less wealthy than many of the other areas throughout Catafish and many of its other markets. There's a lot of gold here. Uh, there are a lot of very expensive things. There's a lot of very expensive security a lot of in the three area. Three sapphires. Not a ton of Zephyr Guard, <laughs> but they do still patrol the area. They still bring their constructs along with them, but they are more just again to be a presence and less to be involved. As a matter of fact, there would be dramatically less of these Zephyr Guard's arrests and their paperwork that would be done for the Night Stalls because the Night Stalls tends to resolve its own problems a lot more regularly than the more mainstream markets. Everyone out there shouts, guards, guards. Everyone over here just pulls out a dagger. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) So, um, it seems like the first goal here is going to be to find this seer, which, surprisingly, is not terribly difficult. Uh, Again, he is a merchant. He runs a store. Being found is a large part of his business. And uh, from what you hear, just asking simple directions from either passers-by or even some of the guards, he is one of the highest tenured vendors here in the night stalls. He runs a simple shop of uh, modest size, but dabbles in more esoteric, more difficult to locate magical components and reagents. Uh, He runs the shop alone, and it is a building that is... This whole district is a little off of the main road, uh, but more centralized than you would perhaps expect as his long time here in the stalls has got him some amount of pull. And as you uh, walk inside, you would not be the only customers within the building, uh, most of which is set around on the shelves set into the walls of the building itself, which seems almost more like a medium-sized home than a traditional storefront, are things that would be unrecognizable. You would have literal shrunken heads, strange jagged claws, uh, saw-like teeth or weird appendages from creatures that you don't even want to imagine what it is that they came from. A whole lot of odd bits of strangely colored things floating in dull jars. Guys, guys this, dream. is it just, just me? Or does, I'm legendary and occultist. Or, or does this look like the inside of like Raz's bag of holding and Marshall's bag of holding combined? If like you dumped them all together. There's books I mean, in my bag of holding. I've never, I've never been in either of their bags of holding. It's not air in there. It's not a good idea. I mean, I don't see a whole lot of taters, so I... Oh, there's also that. Not right near enough. There's not a lot of books either. There so. are a... I'm going to get back to hiding. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of stewards and porters that are around uh, organizing displays, stocking things, helping some of the other customers in here. Uh, but up at the front, a pair of folk would be speaking with a man that stands out very prominently, wearing a thick heavy, almost crimson robe uh, that weighs uh, and rolls around his shoulders, uh, making his figure appear much larger than it really is, and making his head poking out from it appear almost a little comically small. Uh, He's a wizened old man that's, even under this robe, clearly hunched over a bit towards the counter, with stark, straight white hair uh, that flows down past his shoulders. Uh, back behind him, and very sharp features. A prominent, almost beak-like nose pointing here straight out, not hooked in any way, not like looking at a witch hair. And the subtly pointed elf uh, ears of not a whole-blooded elf, but somewhere with a little bit of elf uh, up in the line somewhere. Uh, and he looks as, uh, as you come to the door and just nods briefly before he continues his conversation with the two customers he has at the counter. 
casually look around the store, wait politely. Roisin is just going to stand in the middle of the store and just lock eyes on him. And just just stare right at stare him. Stare at this man. Not like death stare or anything, but yeah, like, just, I'm just here to him. talk to you. <laughs> I'm just going to go behind the counter. <laughs> You're just kind of behind him. Yep. Looking like Mr. Things. Clean. Just looking around, trying to see if I can just find the sapphire <laughs> so Got I can the tell them. hands ready. <laughs> you see behind the, 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 the table, much of, much of it is small paper-wrapped reagents or implements and very small vials of different powders and liquids. I am uh, not touching anything. But, I'm uh, just looking. Right, but you don't see anything, any gemstones or anything clearly immediately. Is there a back room? Uh, I mean, there are several rooms. The storefront just seems to be about a third of this building. There's plenty more, but I mean, your okay. your ability to sneak does not mean the door's ability to sneak. By no, I'm just asking yeah, if there, there, there is. There would be certainly doors lead deeper in the building as well. <laughs> After a couple of minutes, the customers uh, finish their transaction here, and the man straightens up a little bit uh, before turning towards Roisin directly, kind of a raised eyebrow. And shuffling out rather slowly from behind the counter out towards the group of you. Uh, if I can assume anything from the whole your gaze is boring in the top of my head, you have business with me personally. That's direct and shouldn't take a time. We're here to pick up deli- we're here to pick up an ardor. Ah. I'm afraid I don't have the pleasure. You're clearly acquainted with me, but uh... I'm not at all acquainted whatsoever. I simply know your name. But uh we're here to pick up uh, the three stones from the black hands. They ordered it. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm afraid that, as I informed uh, Mr. Starshield and his previous cronies, that I have decided to cancel the rather generous order. I'm not looking to involve myself in Packmaster business. I see. We don't have the time for this. Marshall kind of bows up from behind Roisin. I don't think she was asking lightly. I think I am simply stating a fact. Uh, you want to roll intimidate either or both of you? I'm going to roll perception because I assume he's lying. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Roshin's coercing. Okay. So Marshall 30... just kind of... Sorry, go ahead. No. I got a 37 to see if he's lying. Um, he does not appear to be. He is almost dismissive at this point. Uh, 40 on an intimidate. 40 and a natural 20. Marshall just picks them up. I you, say it again. Okay. Oh, now, now, you, you Marshall. Go to gra- as you go to grab him. He puts a hand on you. Make a fortitude save. Yeah, I was about to say that's a horrible idea. Forty-two. The forty-two. Juggernaut. You are paralyzed. That's gonna fail. You grab him. He lays a hand on you, and you see Marshall freeze and lock up entirely. Even with Juggernaut, you have to succeed to get Juggernaut. It doesn't make failure success. No, he's got the. I got Juggernaut and Greater Juggernaut. That makes a critical failure, critical goes failure, to a failure, and a success right. goes to a great. Uh, you, you take critical half damage from things up, on a failure, a failure but there's no damage. It's just paralyzed. Yeah, oh. you still take the effect. You take half damage as if you rolled a success. Okay, so I, I misunderstood you, it then. You lock bad. up as you grab him, and he just kind of removes your hand from him. Oh, you're talented, aren't you? <sighs> it is not so much a talent as uh, perhaps a curse not worth an, uh, not worth current conversation. After a few seconds, you unfreeze with your hand, just kind of gripping nothing there. Oh, that's not, that's horrible. Oh. It must be very inconvenient in the bedroom. Look, these gemstones, their purpose is clear beyond reason. I have enjoyed my time running this business here at uh, not crossing the city of Catapesh, or ex- ex- exceptionally the Pact Masters. 
I have no business or desire to make enemies of them now. I, I, I don't understand, and perhaps we've just stumbled directly into this as we seem to have. Then what are these gemstones? You have found yourselves uh, beholden to a situation that the unseen hand looks to take advantage of your ignorance. Let's Perhaps you'd like to cure me. it. There is no need to. The business is all well cancelled. These gems will be sold simply as they are for their materials value. And that is all I needed to know. The gems are here. I'm going into the back room. Well, the, the door... I don't care if he knows I'm going into the back room. <laughs> door opens, he kind of turns. Uh, I... I didn't... I really am curious. Sale, how much are they up for? To you? More than you have, I'm certain. Ah, fair enough then. Look, these gems, uh, their business is already near concluded. I again will not be looking to offend the pack masters or have the Zephyr Guard fall upon my store. And what they are involved in and what the hand intends for you to involve yourselves in is something that is, I am afraid, quite simply beyond your understanding. But, 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 but it could be within our understanding if you were to tell us what the gems do in the hands of somebody who knows how to use them. I've worked this business for the better part of my life, and I have learned to separate the wheat from the chaff. An exploration, explanation would be a waste of all of our time. I really don't think it would can be. Um, can I... I'm trying to think. I want to attempt to convince him to tell us using my knowledge that I know just stuff, just offhand random amounts okay. of stuff. They made a cultism check. Cultism? Ooh. These are bone hurdy gems. No, mm. <laughs> they make your bones bleed. The ah. thing's a good sign. No, it's not. <laughs> so much. You wanna... got two more dice left. You wanna try? <laughs> I wanna roll it where it doesn't <laughs> That's a one 19. One more die left, you wanna try? That was a 19. You got it. Hey, it's a two. Yeah. Um, a wanna... 31. I'm legendary in occultism. That's fine. 31 and a two is pretty uh, <laughs> ridiculous, actually. Uh, but as you explain, as you try to tell him some things. I'm very obviously flustered. <sighs> well, perhaps I may have been some mistaken. You are not wholly ignorant of all things magical and esoteric, but again, you're clearly not from here. The implications wow. of the magic that they have attempted to foist upon me uh, would be lost on the group of you. Okay. So let's think about here. what they could be for a minute. There's Just, only a couple of things yeah. that could oh. really upset the Zephyr guards. One of them, I guess, would be those crystals that they use to control their robots, which presumably work off of some sort of uh, she'll just kind of go into like they made a, a society check. <laughs> She's rambling. <clears throat> uh, God hates us. It has not been my luck, my my month to roll dice at all. Your month? My you guys month. dropped like eleven twenties last. No, week. no, no. I have other games. Oh, that's good. That's a nine. That's yeah. nine. I'll take it. Uh, it's gonna be a thirty-five. Thirty-five to discuss. Perhaps mistaken still. Fine. It is not worth the effort to extricate from myself from this business, but if I'm to have any further dealings with the Unseen Hand, it will be on my terms rather than theirs. 
I seek to make enemies of no one. And if the pact masters descend for this, well, and uh, he kind of reaches into his robe. Oh, and you can tell your friend to return. <laughs> and uh, I would just be looking around, not touching anything. Just still. kind you of can poke come him back. back. You know, like a storage area in the back of the book. Just looks like more stock. You obviously wouldn't have found them by now. Um, but Resume will say in her head, you can come back now. I think he's got the point. So I'll just walk back he out. He pulls out a small, kind of battered, thick wooden box. Not much different in size to Kados here. Uh, affixed with an iron padlock hung on the front, nearly the size of the thing itself. Um, and then reaches back in and pulls out a key, maybe the size of a thumb, uh, and shuffles back towards the counter. He puts the thing down, unlocks the padlock, and opens it to display three almost pyramid-shaped, like triangular, like deep eights, I suppose, and more, more like an octahedron suppose than a pyramid. Pyramid on both sides was the thought that I had. Uh, simple, plain sapphires. They're not flawless, they're not immaculately carved, but they do look identical to the gems in the hands of the onks that the Zephyr Guard carried to control their machines. Oh no. <laughs> Called it. Ah, uh, you did. Uh, these are if you have the understanding that you to me, as I'm sure you will discover, not controlled stones. But they have clearly been created to look reasonable facsimile. What the Unseen's hand purposes them is, I no longer care. Fine. Consider our transaction done. He takes the lock off and slides the box to you. You take this and I'll have no more of it. What comes of it will fall on there and perhaps your hands. Now take that and leave my store. Uh, thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah, Marshall, out of like looks. spite, just knocks over something randomly as he's leaving the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for making me frozen, jerk. You did that to. I'm you, sorry. You, uh, I'll. I actually take some like just like twenty gold pieces and throw it back <laughs> in the store to pay for whatever it was he broke. A banana costs five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> One banana. What could it possibly cost? <laughs> but she actually comes back and goes, sorry. As you make your way out, you you have his things. The only good character. You have uh, <sighs> you have this delivery. Oh, they're gonna cause such mischief with this. Um, um, um thankfully we'll be hmm. around to watch it. Um, <laughs> if it comes to that. So all that's left then, if you are following through with me, the unseen hand here is simply to deliver them to the marble sticks. Which certainly is something that you would have seen as you walked throughout Catapesh. It we, is like. Do we really want to give them to them, or do we want to like I mean, pretend to give it to them and then not give it to why, them? Why would we go through all this? No, just I finish mean, the delivery, I mean, get them to help us out. If you, that's simple. Ask me. I, I really kind of don't want to give it to them. Yeah, a deal, I'm so. kind of with Raz well, on this. My my family lives around here, and if Catapesh goes into chaos, it could adversely affect you know the whole Warren of people I'd rather not have affected by anything that happens in Katapesh. Are you telling me that the Packmasters are wisely and wise and benevolent rulers that are making Katapesh a good place to live? Well, you, what happens if you tear down the rulers of a place that are supposedly keeping it in balance? There's chaos sure to follow, right? Of course. Lawlessness of in the street, people getting hurt. Oh, do you honestly expect the entirety of Katapesh to be thrown into revolution with these three rocks? 
I mean, you never know. It, it takes it takes a single drop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It takes a lot of hard work. Let me just tell you, if the Pact Masters and are going to have this be the be the tipping point, then they've already messed up far too much. And how much work has the Black Hand already done? As much as they possibly can, and as little as the Pact Masters will let them get away from. I Believe mean, you me, it's not my first revolution. I mean, in all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Glad I'm from God. I've done this a few times before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, we did accept the job, and I. Feel like we should say it through. Regardless. Oh, see, Marsh is very honorable. You should put up with him. I mean, if we it's do in not, contract. if we do not deliver them, we're going to have a new enemy. We What's have, another one to the list? But we have the stones. Why not just get rid of them and get rid of the problem and get some help? Um. By the time it will affect you, you could easily have all of your family through the portal and away. Uh, what's the old saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend? It is a portal, race. It, it, it will take your entire family, no matter how well, big. Uh, that, that, um, they like it here. That's the issue. They could like it plenty of places. They haven't been there. Moreover, as this isn't going to topple all of Catapest, just these four little stones. Three little stones. Two little stones? Can Trishik, you count? where's the other one? <laughs> Under his tongue. Uh, no, I never got him. <laughs> Uh, they were handed to someone else because I was behind the counter. Means absolutely nothing, and you know it. <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. Regardless, Raz, it'll cause trouble, of course it'll. It might even cause a great deal of trouble. But it's not going to be the end of the world. Don't you worry about it. If Katspesh is going to fall from this, it means the Khans have already done quite a great deal of work, and it's not it's only a matter of time. The Packmasters have really made such a mess of it. It's come this far, then oh, the I'm afraid you're. You, you're Packmasters don't do anything. What do you know about? Like, it's all the gil guilds that do everything. You say that, and yet the Zephyr Guard all seem to answer to the Pact Masters and do nothing for the guilds, except leave them alone. That's a lot of something, actually. Right. And so, you're saying the people who control the army aren't actually. No, it's not the army, anything. it's the guard. It is basically an army. It is an army. <laughs> <laughs> Just points to the silhouette of the robot. <laughs> Walking by two giant automatons just stomping I mean, down the street. Well, what I could do is I could set it up so that when they tried to put one of them in an onk of a Zephyr guard, the stone would just fall to pieces. Why are, why are you... Well, why are you trying to cause all this trouble? Look, if it means they wouldn't so know much, it was us. If it means so much, well, they would know They would most certainly know it was us. Why? If, if, it, if it means so much to you, they don't need to get to convict us in a court of law. Look, it, <laughs> let me see them. Uh, and uh, Roshin's going to d very deliberately examine every one of them, and maybe a slight flash of yellow will kind of flash out of her eye, and she'll put it back. I can find them again whenever you need them to. Oh. Thanks, Roisin. If it truly means so much She'll to you. She'll give you a hug. That actually is really helpful. Would you like me to make the delivery? Please. Yes, thanks. How far away is it? The Marble Sphinx is uh, pretty close to the center, like geographical center of Katapesh, actually, just inside the port wall. Uh, it is, again, a large landmark and one that is a great uh, tourist attraction, really. So it's within a mile here. of me. Definitely, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Problem solved. I love it. Handed me the thing. The thing is gone. Goes by. <laughs> Capes away. Yeah. A flourish and a puff of smoke. Trishik appears at the marble uh, sphinx. Not directly at it because I don't want to see someone generally kind of nearby the yeah, marble. Yeah. I don't sphinx, want to appear so directly in the middle of. Hey guys, poof of smoke. 
just gonna put this right here. And then <laughs> put the wooden package down. But I'll appear nearby, walk over, place it down, assume they have eyes, and we're good to go. <laughs> and with that, the transaction is complete, my friends. You've done what they asked of you. Um, the question now is what to do with the better part of the day. Well, there's plenty of time left in the day, and you have a lot of, of course, the energy behind you from the various guilds. Um, you would still be able to do a downtime activity today, I think, if you so pleased. So we're going to go to screen with the arena. Is the meeting with the fleshies still... It's whatever you, you want. You call them the fleshies ever again. I'm just going to vomit on you. Whatever you want. You or any number of representatives. Ew. Uh, how many people want to go talk to Knowles? Well, oh. me and Roisin have some business. Not me. We've got to go call out a coward who's hiding up in the, in the Coliseum. Do you want me oh, to go here. with you? Arms going around Raz. Well, buddy, I've never seen a card of talking points to call people all as cowards. Oh, I have something so much better. You have no idea. You're not a woman, dear. You don't know. Oh, you're both going to walk up to it. You're like, oh, I've got this fantastic idea. <laughs> On the count of three, right. we both like So the roar. two of you are going to the arena. Trishik. Yep. I'm stealing Raz to go talk to the Knowles. He just steals Raz. <laughs> And then Resme, I suppose. I'm going to go get me a strawberry tart at the baker's. Fair enough. Try and close that deal. Um, (laughs) So we have a lot of things we are attempting to close here. All three of these, we're trying to see. uh, This is the the shot. Shoot your shot. Try and swing them to your support. Marshall and Roisin, you've been working on the arena for the better part of a week. You have a plus four circumstance bonus. Let's be spooky. So Roshin is going to be spooky intimidate, but it's not like violence intimidate. It's going to basically be. So the reason why she won't fight us is because she's gotten weak and fat up in that bar, uh, up on that balcony, eating grapes and tarts while watching people fight. She hasn't had a good fight in forever. In fact, I've heard she has actually gotten so fat and lazy that she can't even do her flips anymore. <laughs> Whoa. We're going that way. No, no. Whoa. Roisin, Roisin's playing dirty. This your mama's like, so fat. Your mama. It's, it, it's, it's your so, mama is you. So, yeah, exactly. So scary dwarf, sassy lady. Your guild mama. <laughs> Have you heard she won't even fit in her prom dress anymore? <laughs> Dude, she has That's gotten like small who wants, to, who wants to go first? She's gotten so fat that her Marshall belt size is a quater. We finally did it. Okay, so plus nice. four. Uh that is going to be like I, I I can math, hold on. No, you can't. Forty six. Forty six. Fifty three. <laughs> yeah. yeah you. A nineteen. <laughs> I mean I rolled. That's 13, a small so. town USA stuff right 18, there. 18. Oh yeah, no, no, it's it's total high school girl stuff. Like, but oh, uh, sometimes the old ways. The old ways. <laughs> Teach me your the secrets. Old ways. Late in the afternoon, as you're out there spreading your insidious high school rumors, <laughs> trying to get Santa Claus kicked off the cheerleading squad. <laughs> <laughs> Our magical girl stays. I you are approached <laughs> by one of the porters. Of the Gladiators Guild. It comes up to the group of you. At a, you know, Guys, please stop. Safe distance. <laughs> safe distance. Sandy Claus is broken every vase she can get her hand. And she just kind of bows, uh, folds her hand in front of her and just sort of bows. Um, 
if the pair of you would, uh, the guildmaster would like to meet with you. <laughs> I put my armor on, Rasheed. Ah, I could kiss you. Just so you know. <laughs> um, and I do apologize. These are her words. Uh, but as you've clearly got nothing better me. to do, <laughs> if you could follow me immediately, please. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Let's go. We just, we, we like skip to her office because we're so excited. <laughs> she leads the, the two of you into the offices of the Gladiators Guild, not into like the back into any closed office, but into a waiting area uh, at the front where a secretary meets with mm -hmm. uh, merchants and sponsors and those coming through trying to establish deals or to introduce renowned fighters or anything. Uh, the symbol of the Gladiators Guild, a massive, uh, almost perfectly round hoplin with a gladius across the front of it, a straight vertical carved into the floor, uh, actually into into it like a central gap in the carpets where the stone of the floor is shown through and uh, gilded into mm. the carving itself, making it gleam with an, again, the catapesh level of gaudiness that it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's owed. But standing in the center, of this, with her arms crossed, is saying, Puffy eyes. <laughs> she's been crying all day. Looks like she's balling her eyes out. No. She's standing there. Uh, she doesn't have her helmet on, but she has her uh, normal cuirass and just kind of closed her eyes and shakes her head. <laughs> you two have been clearly hard at work, I see. Oh, you have no idea. It I do, been. believe it or not. <laughs> I actually very much well do. So, congratulations are in order, I suppose. You've managed to convince the common rabble that this is a fight worth seeing. Fine. This is something you're, for some reason, so committed to. That's something I'm more than willing to organize. This Sunday, then, 19th of Arastal. You got anything better to do? Clearly you don't, given the events of the previous weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna lose. You know what? Come not just by yourselves, not just even you, the overgrown dwarf. Bring all your friends. Bring everyone you had to take down oh. to a shake when you came before. So, so she's lazy and cocky. It, it it's only fair. It wouldn't even. It, it has It has to top the dune shaker. There'd be nothing else. There's such a pile of money in it for you. You can't even, you can't even resist. You can't even imagine how much money you're going to be making me. So honestly, I suppose I've... Thanks are in order. As well as congratulations. You've done a greater service of advertising for the Gladiators Guild than near anything that's happened, any show that we've put on in the last weeks or even months. Truth be told, this might be the most impressive thing since I took down old One-Eye. It's kind of a pitiful display, honestly. Has a little bit of a vein sticking out as he's trying not to grip his hammer. Why are you guys always getting me involved in fist well, look, fights? <laughs> Toddy was old and a bore and could barely stand on his own two legs when he faced me in the sense. Look at me and took down Dune Shaker. I'm probably good enough show. Truth be told, perhaps it's something the guild needs. Just infinitely more coin rolling through our coffers. So you'll have your fight, fine, for whatever you want it. Noon will be our main event. We're gonna give him such a show, you and I. Oh, after all that you've been talking, I sure hope you can stand to it. Oh, it'll be wonderful. I hate all of you. But we'll have something, that'll be sure. Uh, Until then, 
Uh, surely you've got affairs to put in order. Of course, this need not be a battle to the death, but truth be told, those are the matches that the common folk just so clamor for. Oh. Suppose we'll have to decide when the time comes, eh? Oh, well, it, you know, it just, it, if, if, if the people who are supposed to break us up just get so wrapped up in it, they just can't quite make it into the arena on time. And every now and then, you know, combatants arrive who just find themselves so frighteningly out of their depth, so beyond what they imagine it's just near enough an accident. It's not even really an opportunity to call off the fight, really. I can't wait to split your throat open and dry out onto the sand. <laughs> And I'm excited. Oh, chance. <laughs> I'm sure that you will love. But no. I look forward to this bout. Bring well, your then. friends. All of them. Well, then I guess we'll see you Sunday. I'll do well. Come on, Roshin. I'll buy you a drink. Come on. Roshin actually looks like a little savage. Like, she's really getting into it. Meanwhile, back at the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> like, as Marshall's, as Marshall's leaving Brent. the office with Roshin, I'm like, I swear... If you weren't so uh, involved with your moms, I'd probably put the rain on you. <laughs> oh, Marshall, don't make it weird. <laughs> uh, so back at the bakery, the loaves are really this big. <laughs> you got a discount key. You got a discount card from Raz. Go ahead and write this on my calendar, I guess, because that's happening. There's nothing to do. Nothing better to do, Dave. Meanwhile, at the bakery. <laughs> Next time on Caterpillar Smackdown. <laughs> Watch Amanda, this dwarf the, get the so, hard so, so, so part smacked. about the very open-ended, just doing whatever you want in the city, is I keep having to remake the thumbnail because the thumbnail I make of what I think we're going to do is in no way related to what actually happens for four hours. So I guess I'm remaking this one, too. <sighs> Squid, so. nobody cares. It's not our fault. No one. I mean, That's the production. Why side. would we go there? It's just like it's we're not a doing it right now. Headquarters of an enemy organization. Meanwhile, at the bakery, resume is <laughs> I imagine you're gonna roll some diplomacy, have some nice cherry tarts, and make some friends. She is. She wants to tr buy and try one of everything. Oh, right, that? Little bits of everything, and she's just she's really excited to take this back to all of her high society friends so that they know who will cater their parties in the future. Man, you thought this was scripted, by the way. Look no further than how pointless all my thumbnails have been for the entire Catapult shark, and I have to keep remaking them. You are such a you're so it's sad. <gasps> all your you, you should hear him. I'm hearing a lot of this. I do all this promotion. <laughs> and the, we have this Twitch title that's completely irrelevant. You should <laughs> hear him before the sessions trying to like nudge us in the right direction. We're and just like over gently there. shepherd, perhaps the direction. The direction. Of the, thumbnail. <laughs> the thumbnail. No, it's fine. We'll do this instead. Okay. Good news. I know what we're doing next week, so we got that one. Romy <laughs> <laughs> diplomacy. <laughs> We'll find a way to sandbag. Ghost of the pyramid. <laughs> there is no way we don't fight Santa Claus next week. Hey guys, you want to go to the Scarlet Pyramid? Shut up! At some point, you get curious. That is going to be <laughs> a thirty-six. Congratulations. The Guild of Bakers and Butchers will vote against the Scarlet Triad. I really needed you that plus two. Because you and Rez were nice to them. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if that works, usually. Did you get the punch card? They, they punched your card for you? Oh, they punched every card in the entire bakery with the amount of goods I just bought. Meanwhile. <laughs> at the fleshies. 
What the Stop. Can I leave? Can I go somewhere else? The good else? news is if you succeed on this roll, I never have to hear him say that again. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rez and Trashik head to meet with the, uh, not the, it's not even really the guild master of just, the Fleshmongers Federation. Just the head of this department. Uh, but the liaison and the lead of their Katapesh operations. I'm assuming this is a full-blown null. This would definitely be a null. Uh, um, of, yeah, most of their organization is humans, and most of them are like Katapeshi like humans. Like nulls? Or there's actually a null that... Look, I don't want to imagine a half null any more than you There's do, a grassy okay? null. So, the, the teethling null? No, one of the null, uh, null heritage is half pe- null. It's Imagine like a super short <laughs> null, and so people don't right. think it's actually a null. I think it's a, what, like a corgi? The null. Like, <laughs> no, like if you read the description, the, like people don't believe I'm them when dead. they say they're nulls. I am dead right now. Knoll. Did that just get knoll. said out loud? <laughs> All right. Like little All right. null buns. Your intentions are more than clear and... You seem to think quite highly of yourselves. My employees, my lieutenants throughout Katapesh have informed me that for some reason, this is a deal that we have reason to take seriously. So tell me, what have you to offer the Fleshmongers Federation? And what is it that we are going to be attempting here, my friends. Are you rolling independently, or are you are? It's kind of one meeting, so probably one of you is aiding the other here. Guessing he brought the rat for a reason. He brought the rat for the reason, but he never told him why he brought the rat. What's the plan? Well, you'll see. What I intend to offer you is a particular gem. It's this rat. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's a snack. And I have brought an associate to uh, see the deal through, so to speak. Another member of my group. Your aid, you can give me your what is it? Your society that's or diplomacy is slightly better. He's going to be the one making the actual deal. Yeah, so you're going to give me your aid. Yeah, and what I'm offering up is a particular blue gem. If everything goes our way. Oh. So that's a. So at least a 30. thirty-seven. Yeah, so plus two. Mm. Uh, oh, wait. you already have a plus two. The thing. Oh, your aid's not actually stick. Yeah. You got a 37 on your thing. Uh, I guess it will have to be independent because your aids won't stack. And he, he, uh, taking this deal, understanding what it is. I have heard that these Thuvian stars grace the new owner, but these trinkets are of little value. Do you understand the amount of coin that flows in blood and in flesh? The amount of coin that rolls through the milk markets of Volcano? A single stone is not enough to sway us from one of our strongest business partners here in the city of Katapesh. How about they offer you everything they run? You can simply take it. What is it you have to say? You've been brought for a reason, but I've heard nothing of you. Squeak. Squeak. <laughs> um, Diplomacy or society with your plus two? We're going to use society, but Raz is actually really at a loss of what's going on. It's like, Honestly, one way, one way or another, the Scarlet Triad is, is going down, whether by... Whether you ride the wave or watch it, that's yeah. up to you. And I was just giving you an opportunity to make plans for when that happens. So. Um, flip to plus two. That's a 37. 37, bros. So as you present your case, Noel folds his arms. Mm-hmm. An offer that I would reject under near any other circumstances, but... It is not your platitudes here that have swayed me, but and of your deeds. 
was passed through Catapish. I have heard much rumblings, musings, of the way the wind is blowing and that the tides seem to pull out from under the Red Pyramid. If such things are true, the sun will no longer favor the Triad. If you, well, I've heard you plan to be, whether you are their downfall or any other, Rescinding their support, or our support to them, rather, seems to be wise. Our obligations to them will be committed by the end of the week. We'll renew no further trade deals, and no further hands for them. They'll find difficulty fencing their goods. And their livestock will be difficult to sell to the streets of Canapesh on our connections. They'll find themselves adrift, hastening their demise, perhaps, but one that already sounds all but inevitable. And once they have indeed fallen, feel free to take whatever stocks they might have had. It is yours. Their voids will need filling, certainly. We are one of their... They are a large supplier for us, but we want not for their goods. We certainly have their own deals throughout the city. Buyers who will be looking to stock from different markets. This vote we cast not for you. Not for your cause, but for ours. We thank you for bringing it to our attention. A pleasure doing business. This coin will be warm with triad blood by the end of this month. Yes, I can indeed. Spell it. There will be many vacancies, many manacles to collect. <laughs> I'm just going to take my <laughs> So You got brought along to this in case I rolled poorly. That's all. I, yeah, this no, is... and now Raz has very clear attention of Trishik's personality. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss the uptight barristers. <laughs> so, Raz as quietly we... screaming in the corner. <laughs> as the group of you at the end of the day, reconvene back at Zayder's estate, you've had a very effective day today. You have the support of the Guild of Bakers of Butchers, and Resume had a great afternoon. I had a wonderful afternoon. I want to ask for just a whole tub of ice cream and a spoon. You. I brought you so many tarts. It's not so much support, but the Fleshmongers Federation seems like their own interests now align with yours. Uh, they will certainly be voting to dethrone the Scarlet Triad at this you point. You said it was going to be hard to get them. It only took us a week. And a party. We got the purveyors, and, uh, the had a great afternoon. The unseen hand, the um. alchemists, the carpenters, the farmers, the uptight barristers, the jewelers, and maybe the gladiators soon. Seven, possibly eight guilds behind you. That's getting close to the threshold that Zader thought would be a safe majority here. And, and you have a fight this Sunday. Sunday, this Sunday, Sunday. The main card event. At the fight pits of Catapesh. Let's get ready to grumble. The heroes of Breach Hill. <laughs> fighting none other than the guild master of the gladiators herself, Shez Sandclaws Shack. You think so. she'll know if I try casting Nightmare on her the night before? Yes. Do it. Haven't you been doing this every single night? Yes. But then what's the difference to me? It's also just a fatigue that you're confident they have the bits that are going to annoy her, but they're certainly going to have the means to overcome before the fight anyway. But, you know, screw her, right? Yeah. If point. anything, make the nightmare specifically, like, just Roshin over her. She shows her. No, she shows it to the <laughs> arena. She's not wearing pants. But there is. She tries to put her arm on and realize she's too fat and can't fit into it. Yeah. <laughs> One more. Thing that has fallen together for the heroes of Breach Hill this eve, as Zader, surprisingly enough, has received another 
small envelope stamped quite simply with this black hand. Opening it, you would find a further invitation. Tomorrow, one hour past noon, the fountain in the endless markets. Ghost will find you. So I'm, I'm definitely going to tell a, a little white lie to Raz to help calm his nerves. Do not worry. I was simply fooling the... <laughs> I was simply fooling the null. We'll be taking care of all the slaves. We will be taking care of everything. You, we'll give them to you, a nice farm don't. family. <laughs> don't. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me. Deception. We'll give them back to the orphans so they can have parents again. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I the orphans hurt. go to another building to adopt parents. <laughs> Next week, we have quite a few things coming together here. I'm if we still we want to go meet Ghost, well, that option is going to be something we're going to have to take near immediately. I want to absolutely stomp the Scarlet Triad with everything at my availability. Okay, at this point, oh, yeah. well, it seems like we're all pretty beholden to the main card events in the Gladiator's Arena on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. There's going to be a big fight coming. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Putting up with little technical issues there at the beginning. Yes. Went to make a new thumbnail for this week again. I guess I'll just put the dwarf on it. You could save this thumbnail you for next week. You could save this thumbnail for next week. You can call it the Unseen Fans, I guess. You can next call it Talk week. to the Hand. No, next week <laughs> is episode... Ooh, that's actually... That's actually, that's really, actually, really, that's actually, that's actually that's, really good. That's job. a banger. Oh, Thank that's you. it for I, sure. Talk to the Hand. Next you week... You dismissed her No, I got, I got a title for this. Excuse me, this resume saying something I assumed was stupid, but it was actually genius. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've had it brewing the whole session. That was a banger. Next week, I, we got a title for this one. It's easy. Round two. Fight. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you there, everybody. Good night. Good night. Night.